now. Now. The Crash and Mars Podcast. 1023 Now Radio. Hello, it's the Ginge, and this is the Crash and Mars Podcast for June the 19th. Today on the show, Crash and Mars Talk Boss Requests. We want to know the weirdest thing your boss ever asked you to do. A lot of bosses uh, overstep their bounds when asking employees to do things. You know, like uh, maybe getting you to pick up their dry cleaning. <laughs> uh, I even had a boss once who told me to go f*** myself. Weird, right? <sighs> he did not like me. Also, uh, we want to hear what you snuck into the hospital. This came up because there was a story in the news recently as there was a sick grandma in a hospital who wanted to see her dog. So her uh, granddaughter... Uh, pretended the dog was a baby, wrapped her up, and snuck her into the hospital to see Grandma. Uh, now, I don't know if Grandma was dying, or she just wanted to see her dog. Now, uh, I wish no grandparent any ill, but it would be a better story if she was dying. Imagine if she died right after she saw the dog, like she was just holding on to say goodbye to Fluffy one more time. Oh, I hope that's what happened. That'd be such a nice story. And finally, we want to know if you know anyone that's ever married the same person twice. You know, they got married, realized it was a mistake, got divorced, realized the divorce was a mistake, and then got remarried again. The tricky part would be getting the same wedding anniversary. You don't want to have an old one and a new one. What if, say, it's August 23rd? What if, when it's time for the second marriage, August 23rd isn't on a Saturday? You can have a Tuesday wedding? Yeah, like that marriage will last. All right, here we go. The Crash and Marshall. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. All right, I've got a list here, and I thought that this would start off the uh, everybody's Monday. Uh, you know, a little nicer because it's Monday and it's just ter- a terrible day. Mm. I have a list here. A terrible day. It is. It's everyone's back to work. Of the greatest simple pleasures in life. So this has nothing to do with wealth. Mm-hmm. This has nothing to do with stuff. This has nothing to do with money. Mm-hmm. This just has to do with what you would consider to be a simple pleasure in your life. Like a feeling? Like if like that's happening? No, it oh. has nothing to do with sex. Okay. <laughs> it's just a simple pleasure. So think of something that you, um, like just the simplest thing that you like to do. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, it just gives you so much contentment. It makes you feel good. Like cut the grass. Cutting the grass. That's is that crashes. on there? Is that what you would say is a simple pleasure? Yes. A lot of people hate cutting the grass. I don't know why. I, I love cutting the grass. Uh, the smell of freshly cut grass is on the list. Okay. Coming in at number 40. But not actually doing it? Not ever. No. Not uh, actually cutting the grass. Love cutting the grass and then I'll stand there after with a drink and look at my cut lines. I'm like, that's good. <laughs> that's crashes simple yeah. pleasure. Next time I'm going to change up the pattern. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go the other way with right. my diagonals. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I've got a list here of the top simple pleasures. <laughs> bong rips. <laughs> <laughs> Let me uh, see if I can find any yeah. bong. Bong rips made bong it Bong rips. Yeah. Uh, nope. Unfortunately, bong rips. <laughs> not on my list for some of the best, greatest uh Simple pleasures in life. Mm, thanks for that, Hayden. <laughs> yeah, Hayden, though, you know what? You enjoy your bong rips, buddy. <laughs> you you keep going. Uh, number 10, a pet curled up asleep next to you. Oh, yeah. You're just well, sitting there. It depends. If it's while you're trying to sleep at night, it's not the greatest because then you're worried about crushing kicking them. a pet or kicking. Yeah. yeah. What about if you're just like chilling on the couch and you got a pet sleeping up next to you? Yeah, I don't mind that. I wouldn't put it at the top, though. My cat was talking in her sleep yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yesterday afternoon. 
I've never had a cat that's talked in her sleep. She's this a one, chatty one. She's, uh, yeah, she's chirping or mm-hmm. she's obviously having dreams about like hunting birds or <laughs> hunting squirrels and she was chirping away. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine on this list for the greatest simple pleasures, listening to your favorite music with no one around to bug you. Sure. So no just, judgment. Nothing. No judgment. You just, you throw on your headphones. You don't have kids nagging you. Yeah. You got nothing. Just you and the tunes. Like normally you're a rocker, but yeah. like Bonnie Ray comes on, you're sure. like, oh, this is my jam. Doesn't matter. Give me something to talk about. <laughs> Listen to your favorite music. Mm. Uh, number eight, a clear night under the stars mm-hmm. and being able to sit and look at it. Yeah. You got to lay on the grass for that. That's, That's the nice. best. That is, especially if you can catch uh, some northern lights. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Number seven. And it's uh, for anybody who's driving around right now. Mm-hmm. Let me know if this is a simple pleasure for you that you love. Being able to drive with no traffic. Oh, yes. That is that is a huge perk. It is a huge perk. Join this show. Yeah. We don't see many people on the roads. No. Even when we leave here, it's busy. Yeah. But it's not like drive home traffic. Yeah, when we're leaving, we're yeah. missing the rush again. Or like that 7.30 to 8 a.m. traffic yeah. on the hand day, which just sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six, sitting down and eating a good meal. Mm-hmm. Like good food. Yeah. Number five... How it smells after a rainstorm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good smell. Number four, and I think this should be number one personally. Mm-hmm. Waking up without an alarm clock. Oh, yes. Why didn't I think of that? That's like, a great feeling. For me, that would be number one. Yeah. Just being able to sleep. Yeah. No alarm clock. Imagine if you could have a job where you didn't need an alarm clock. Wouldn't that be neat? Yeah. Where you just wake up when your body's like, hey, you. Yeah, it just naturally wakes up. Get on up. Good morning. Yeah. <laughs> You've had enough. Mm-hmm. Time for you to wake up. <sighs> That'd be so nice. Uh, number three, freedom at your place of work. As in? As in a boss never nagging you to do stuff. Mm. No meetings. Yeah. That'd be nice. That would be nice. Number two, having the house to yourself. For the greatest simple pleasures. I guess if you have a big family sure. at home, kids are running around, yep. husband, wife, yep. angry. Yeah, everybody goes out and it's just you yeah. in the house. And you get it for like a day or just they're gone for a bit? Oh, I think people, even if it's just one hour. <laughs> one hour like, of I, silence. I have the house to myself <laughs> for one hour. And the number one thing that people say is their greatest pleasure mm-hmm. is exactly what Crash just said, peace and quiet. Yeah. So they say... In order to be happy, you should you should have on average twenty minutes mm-hmm. of peace and quiet. So that's twenty minutes of you not speaking, you not listening to anybody or anything. I don't think you, you just can sit. do that. You just sit in quiet. Mars is not the type of person to do that because if she goes out, I have no problem sitting at home. Nothing's turned on. I'm not listening to music. TV's not on. I've always got noise. I got, um, maybe I'm just reading something on uh, my phone, and then all of a sudden here, door handle opens, Mars comes in, she's like, you know what? I hear crackling of bags being put down on the floor, and then she just grabs the remote, TV's on, like talking over the TV, you're never going to believe who I saw at the mall, Crash, hey Crash, what are you doing on your phone? Crash! And then she sends me a text. I'm like, I, I can hear you. I can definitely hear you. 
Then the cats are awake. Like, Everyone's running all over the house. You're right. I'm like, what is happening I here? I gotta come in with some calmer energy. I know. Went to, like, from zero to a hundred. Yeah, I know. In a matter of ten seconds. I've got a lot, uh, you know, I, I got a lot of energy to... I'm like, the microwave starts for no reason. I'm eating snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Dishes are clanging. Oh, yeah. House Hunters International is on. Bathroom fans Bathroom are Bathroom fans. On. I just turn everything on. It's... Woo! Do not go in there. <laughs> I forgot to use the poopery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you, you can't do silence. Uh, I can do silence in the terms of like, because I can sit and meditate. No, I don't think you, you can. can. You cannot sit and meditate. Well, I can sit in silence. I just can't meditate. Yeah, you just. I'm you, still doing something, but I can do it in silence. But they say the peace and quiet yeah. is just you doing nothing and sitting in silence. For at least twenty minutes per day. Yeah, no I, phone. I still no have to laptop, do something. No nothing. Yeah, just sitting. Uh, this text here, I'm not sure who it's from, but they mm-hmm. said they had the best Father's Day ever. Yeah, and here's why: it says peace and quiet. I agree with 100. percent Yesterday morning, I got up an hour before my kids, sat outside, yeah. and didn't couldn't hear anything oh. for one hour. Nice. It was the best Father's Day ever. <laughs> That's exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Just that one hour break from everything. everyone. A lot of people are saying uh, on the list, the best simple pleasure yep. is no traffic. People agree. Oh, Pat Mountain Shored Park says, I chose to come in for five o'clock today instead of seven mm. because the drive is better. No one pesters me for the first two hours of the day. Yeah. And I get so much more accomplished between 5 a.m. and 7 a.m. than I do if I went to work at a regular time. Do you get to leave early, though, by coming in early? I would imagine oh, so, right? Let us know. I would imagine so. Because then you don't drive home during rush hour. Yeah, because if you if you get to work at five, hopefully you're leaving by what around like two three o'clock. Yeah. yeah right before would, rush hour starts. That would be perfect. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte says, "Morning, guys. Working at six a.m. is amazing. Light traffic in the morning makes me so happy." Yeah, if you could avoid the traffic. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I don't think I'd be able to do it because the time that uh, when we take time off. And if we have to get up for something, and you get caught in the morning traffic, I'm like, oh my god, how how are people doing this? Yeah, sitting on the handy, I'm like, er, er, I know, er. I know. Every time I stop, my eyes twitching. I know. I often think that too. If I get caught, I'm like, how do normal people right? do this? I I don't understand. Uh, we talked about not waking up with an alarm clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, this text here says, I didn't use an alarm clock when I was on night shifts. Mm. I would go to bed right after work, and then I would wake up at around 2 p.m. Yeah. without an alarm. Back to work at 6 p.m. It was nice while it lasted, but it totally screwed me up when I had to go back to day shift. Oh, I totally would. You'd be ticked off all yeah, the time. Yeah, you would be because it would mess with everything. Yeah. Uh, Skyler says, I work 6 to 2. What is traffic? Oh, yep. Gordo says, uh, simple pleasure, mm-hmm. being the first one on the road after a snowfall. Oh, I like that. Cutting uh, the tracks? Yeah. You're the first one? Uh, a couple years ago, first time cutting tracks on the white mud. That was nice yeah. in the morning, right? Yeah. I'm like, how did nobody drive on this yet? Yeah. And for a, a good chunk of the white mud, I was cutting the uh, the snow line. It the was first nice. one? Yeah. Another text here says, uh, simple pleasure, sitting around a campfire in silence, just staring into the flames. Oh, I like that. I like that, We'll too. have a fire at the uh, family cabin, but once again, we we're watching it. You got, like, stars out. Yeah. It's majestic. You hear the crackle. And Mars is like, so anyways. <laughs> <I'm> like, no! <laughs> Call 
Crash and Mars. Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now, now radio. All right, here's a few things that are going on. Uh, first of all, for those of you who are fans of MMA fighting and UFC, uh, former uh, UFC fighter and boxer, uh, Tim Hogg. Did you read his story? Yeah. He uh, died in the hospital. He did. He passed away yesterday Jeez. after an Edmonton boxing match. Uh, the family did put out a statement saying that it was with incredible sadness, sorrow, and heartbreak that Tim passed away. That was what his sister released yesterday. Uh, apparently, he was surrounded by his family and listening to his favorite music. Uh, so he was in a boxing match. Yeah. And he, he got a head he, injury. A head injury. Yeah, because he was able to, like, with assistance, walk out of the ring. But it was after when wow. he was put in hospital. Yeah. Oh, it's a sad story. Uh, Tim Hogg was originally from Boyle, Alberta. He fought out of our city here in Edmonton. He was a kindergarten teacher before making the move into mixed martial arts. He eventually fought in the UFC as well. And then after 10 years in the octagon professionally, he set his sights on the boxing ring. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just died of his injuries yesterday. So the uh, boxing and the MMA and UFC community is rallying around his death. It's a sad story. Another sad story this morning. Edmonton police are investigating a suspicious death after a man was found dead in a parking lot on the north side of the city, uh, looks like Saturday night into Sunday morning, officers were called to the area of 125th Street and 132nd Avenue at around 12.30 in the morning on Sunday, where a passerby found two men with obvious signs of trauma. One of the men was pronounced dead at the scene. The other man remains in hospital with life-threatening, non-life-threatening injuries. Police said yesterday that no one yet was in custody, but the EPS homicide section is investigating. Anyone with any information is being asked to uh, submit some tips. Mm-hmm. You can do so by calling the non-emergency line for the police or, of course, Crime Stoppers if you want to remain anonymous. All right, I'll do something a little more lighthearted now. Um, apparently, a self-proclaimed psychic was eating lunch breakfast in Silks County Kitchen in Ontario. Okay. And she was sitting there with a fellow psychic when all of a sudden a vehicle went racing through the front of the of the shop. Gee. Crashed in. Yeah, like smashed through the front glass. Smashed yeah. in through the front glass. Now, you're probably thinking, oh, my God, Mars, that's a horrible story. The good news is, is that no one was seriously injured. However, the two psychics are now taking a lot of heat. Mm. Why? Because they didn't predict it. They didn't see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the driver was an 85-year-old woman. She was not found to be under the influence. Uh, but, yes, the psychics are now saying that their business has gone down because they... <laughs> Because they didn't see that one coming. Mm, I guess they can't see everything. You can't see everything. I don't think that's the way it works, is it? I, For the most part? If you believe it, I, I I have no idea. I have no idea. Like, if you I, can predict, like, certain events, like, I'm going to, there's a vehicle that's going to come through the window. Yeah. I probably should not be here. Yeah. I yeah. don't think people can ever predict that. All right. Ask <laughs> yourself this. And I'm going to do the poll right here in the room. Do you think that you deserve a raise? Yes, yes or no? One hundred percent yes. Ginge, do you think that you deserve a raise? Yeah, it's a, it's a firm yes. <laughs> Cass, you want a raise? Yeah. Yes. Cassie a- also <laughs> believes that she deserves a raise. That's a bleep, yeah. Well, according to a new survey, ninety percent of people say that they deserve a raise. Mm-hmm. 
Nobody would sit there and be like, no, I'm good. 10% of people did. Who? CEOs of companies? Yeah, right. Right? 90% of people think, according to a new survey, that they deserve a raise. That's up 3% from last year. 44% of people surveyed said, you know what, 2017 is my year. Mm -hmm. I'm asking for a raise. 44%. Are you asking for a raise this year? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I feel like we pushed it last year. No, we didn't push it enough last year. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's the problem. That's okay. All right. Very different sides of the coin. Yeah. Are you asking oh, for yeah. a raise? Yeah, I ask every year, but it doesn't always, you know. It you know, doesn't sometimes happen. they agree with me, sometimes they don't. Are you comfortable asking for a raise? Yeah. Okay. I'm not good at it. But you're comfortable doing it? Like, it doesn't... Like, yeah. how, how do you go in and do it? Uh, hey, uh... Hey, guys. <laughs> Why do you sound like a tail between the legs already? Uh, hey. hey. I don't want to interrupt anything. Okay. All right, let's uh, keep going here. Rach, uh, Rach said I should be uh, <laughs> no, 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 making no. a little more. No, no, no. That's terrible. Yeah. What do you guys do? Uh, we sit down and we're like, listen, you got to pay us more a rope. <laughs> oh, see, they'll call my bluff. Well, they'll put a, they'll put a number down yeah. and then... We scratch it out, yeah, and then we put our number, what we're thinking, and we pass it back. Yeah, You'll it usually goes back and forth quite a few times. Where we do the classic move of I like, and I like this move because I like him. You can see him sweat. Is they're like, all right, so here's the new contract, and this is you know what we're going to pay you, and you're like, huh? Well, uh, I'm going to take this with me. I need uh, a couple days to think about it. Yeah, a couple days, good move. Yeah, I give them that 48 hours. Yeah. yeah, usually the second day they're like, "So you got that contract?" We're like, "No." Nope. I'm still thinking so, about it. It's with my lawyer now. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I will sign move. anything they slide across the table. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> anything. I once lost money. <laughs> oh no. Would you rather look for a new job than get a raise? Some people hate asking for a raise so much that 14% of people mm. in this survey said they would rather just get a brand new job altogether really? than have to ask for a raise at their current one. 5% mm. of people say, hey, you know what? Rather than asking for a raise, I'd go in for a root canal. Mm. And 4% say they'd rather be audited by the tax man than ask for a raise. Jeez. That's a little dramatic. It's What's it going to hurt? Nobody's really going to can you yeah, if what's you the, ask for a the raise, The worst right? they can say? No. No. They'd be like, you know what? No. The the economy this year, blah, blah, oh, blah, blah, and you know you're not getting a raise, yeah. right? Always the economy. Mm -hmm. And it always affects us first. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, <laughs> that's true. All right, off to Florida we go for this next story here where um, booty calls sometimes don't go the way we want them to. When was the last time you did a booty call? <sighs> wow. That would have been probably like 15 years ago. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's been a while. When was the last time, Ginge, you had a booty call? Like, college? Yeah, probably, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. No, that's... I definitely that's... did booty calls after college and university. Mm -hmm. I did booty calls in my 20s, for sure. Yeah. It's been so long. But you haven't done, like, you're in your 30s with a booty call, have you? No. Okay. No, I've been raised whole time in my 30s. Yeah. 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 No booty calls. No That's booty calls. That's never happened. Uh, now, family, shoot us a text, 5679. Yep. Last, last time you had a booty call. Yep. Cass, last time? Like Last night? <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. That's why she picked up Tim Hortons this morning. Right? Yes, yeah, she, yes. You know, she had to... 
it's all right. Hey, you know what? You do what you got to do. Well, 27-year-old Christina Joy Rivera of Clearwater, Florida, started texting her ex-boyfriend, Ronald, about a booty call over the weekend. Mm. He never responded. Uh Uh-oh. So at around 5 a.m., she thought, what? Who doesn't say yes to a booty call? So she headed on over to her boyfriend's place to get it on anyways. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately for her, this is where the booty call went all wrong. She walked into his bedroom, and there's a reason why he wasn't answering her texts. There was another woman already in bed with them. He was answering another booty call. Another booty call. Turns out Ronald moved on to a new chick. Mm -hmm. Her name was Julie. Well, Christina was upset, so what do you think happened? Um, she probably freaked out. Cat fight. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm going to say a lamp was broken. Yeah. She was arrested, and for whatever reason, on the Florida Facebook page, yeah. a police Facebook page, they posted her booty call picture. What do you mean? Like her like, profile she's, No, she sent a picture to her boyfriend like, hey. The, the one she sent her boyfriend, that's what the cops used? Yeah, and they put it side by side with her mugshot. What? Wow, how things turn for the worse Let's in a matter of... Let's take a look at that one. Yeah, so there's her booty call shot. Oh, well, that's a nice one. And then that's what oh, happened. Oh, the mugshot one. That's Aye. what happened five hours later. <laughs> it's just, it's not good, guys. <laughs> it's a disaster. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> You're right, though. She looks much nicer pre... Booty call. I'm surprised uh, he didn't uh, respond with that booty call. Hmm. So like things went. The photo. He had another woman. Oh, I guess, yeah. She ended up getting a mugshot, so things went south, south. South, south. Mm. South, south. Uh, this text here, saying anonymous, now family member, Yeah. says uh, their booty call is in Calgary. Uh, they meet in Red Deer. Oh, really? It's nice to the difference. Right? It's a good way to do it. Um, because you're both meeting um, out of your home city. Are you guys together? Oh, like, like are is, you it, married? is it an affair? Yeah. A scandalous affair? I think affair? it's a scandalous affair here. Because you have business in the, the deer? You can still have a booty and be in a relationship, or a booty call, rather. Right? Yeah, I suppose. That's still a booty call. I hope this is a fair. It's totally. If you're meeting in Red Deer, totally. And Red Deer has that uh, gasoline alley just south of town. Yeah. It's just like a strip of hotels. So I bet those are just full of promiscuous Oh, I bet. Hookups. Yeah. You think that Edmontonians and Calgarians are cheating on each other in Red Deer? Totally. Well, there's so much business. But people <laughs> move between the cities so often. You're yeah. going to yeah. leave people behind or meet people before you hadn't met. Oh, yeah. oh man. Oh. There's so much cheating. Yep. We have confirmation. What's the confirmation? It is an affair. Damn! <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. Oh, man. Yeah, it is an affair. That's how you start a Monday. Oh, it's a With scandal. A Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess, right? You meet a hottie in it's, Calgary. It's still considered a booty call. You're married in Edmonton. Yeah, they're Off married in Calgary. Do you think it's like a double affair where they're both yes, married? Yes, oh, I guaranteed. do. Yeah, I do. They probably met online or maybe you have business dealings. Do you think the woman is in Edmonton or in Calgary? And she's in Calgary. You think she's in Calgary? I'm going to say she's in Calgary. I think she's here and he's in Calgary. Oh, you think? Yeah. Mm. What's the what's the what's the Red Deer excuse? What are you heading out of town for the weekend for? I, mine would be business. Yeah, it's got to be business. Okay, no, we have, a, we have confirmation. Yeah. Only one person is married. I like these, like, random texts coming in. I know. Like, they're short and cryptic. I, <laughs> we're piecing this together. Yeah. <gasps> it's a she, it's a she, she affair? Damn! Damn. <laughs> this is the juiciest oh. news ever. <laughs> I know. This is, uh... Like, forget the rest of my newscast. Right? Let's get to the bottom let's of this. focus on this. Now, is the is the married half married to another woman? Is that why it's so... Uh... Okay, yeah, okay. Are, is the yeah is the married woman married to a woman? Or is the married woman married to a man? I'm going to say married to a man. Me too. And they're, she's fallen in love with a woman. Yeah. And they're meeting in Red Deer. 
That is scandalous. That is awesome. (gasps) We just got another text. Yeah. She is married to a man. Okay, so it is confirmed. She's married to a man cheating with a woman Woman in in Red Red Deer. Deer. Should she leave him? Yes. Follow your heart. Yeah, follow your heart. Well, maybe it's just a a fun fling. No. You think? The heart wants what it wants. Maybe she's just trying it out. Once you've had Red Deer love. And then donut meal. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> we, well, just, we're here. We, just got, we just got another random text. Yeah. It just says no. What does that mean? Well, what did I just ask? Donut you want- meal? <laughs> <laughs> you just start talking about the donut meal. Stay on topic. Let's not get sidetracked because okay. we don't know if the cryptic text now is no to the donut meal or no to whether or not she's leaving her man. Yeah, I think it was, yeah, if she's doing it for fun, is she just going to leave the man? But no. She is not leaving the husband. I'm going to say she's not leaving the she's husband. She's just then. trying this she's, out. She's just, she's met she's a great woman. reliving the college years. And she's meeting, they're meeting in Red Deer. Yeah. For some romantic love. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's great. <laughs> this text, great. I yep. go to Red Deer for work on occasion. No hanky-panky, but you're definitely going to get my wife mad at me. Mm. <laughs> we, have, we are planting the seeds of doubt this morning. Yeah, anyone that's anyone? traveling to <laughs> yeah. Red Deer. It's yeah. like, you... <laughs> What's this one? Another scandal just came in. Yep. I do the exact same thing. I met a girl from Edmonton in Red Deer. I'm in Calgary listening. We both have significant others. We meet in the deer. What? Oh, those hotels must be violated. On Gasoline Alley? Hmm. Yeah, they've seen some things. <laughs> it's just truckers and people having <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's all it is. Never stay there unless you have to. (laughs) Unless your vehicle breaks down. I met a girl from Edmonton in Red Deer. I'm in Calgary. We both have significant others. Uh, Jonathan, uh, helping out with the first scandal that was texted in, says, I figure just invite the other woman with the hubby. See how that goes. Well, I I mean, it could. Mm -hmm. Maybe they don't want him, though, wrecking things. Oh, that's true. They just That's want to a have good their, point. They just want to be alone. Because he'll probably, knowing myself, like, I would wreck it. If they had, yeah. like, a nice thing going, I'd ruin it. They're like, okay, you need to go get us donuts. And I, <laughs> off to the donut mill you go, Ginge. Away you go. Oh, what's a, another one here? It says, oh, my God, you guys, I'm going to Red Deer on Thursday. Uh-oh. Thanks a lot. Uh-oh. Yeah, you're in big trouble now. Yep. <laughs> Anyone that's traveling on business. Another one here says, my fiancé, guys. Cheated on me with a girl from Red Deer. We both live in Edmonton. Really? So they're both here. Yeah. And, and he was moving down, or he was traveling through Red Deer. And the fiance worked Red Deer. Another one here said, I left the man for a woman. Mm. It all started in Red Deer. What's, wow. What is it with Red Deer? Is it just the meeting point? It's halfway, right? Or is there something happening in Red Deer that we don't know? You don't have to drive the whole three hours or yeah. whatever to Calgary. You guys can just both drive 90 minutes and get together in the deer. Wow. My ex-husband had an affair with a chick from the deer, LOL. What? <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I had no idea that this much uh, stuff was going on in now, the deer. Now, didn't you lived in Red Deer for quite yeah. some time? How many years were you in the deer for? Mm, five or six. Mm. Were people traveling there to meet you? <laughs> are, are, are people really attractive in Red Deer and... You do get a lot of because uh, it is that halfway point. Yeah, people are sort of sort of like it's your it's your little league, it's your minor leagues for Edmonton and Calgary. So you get sure. a lot of so people, people working their way up. Yeah, a lot but, of people from the big city coming in, taking advantage of the small town. Jeez, I would be suspect of anyone going there for business hmm. because it's not like you know a hub. 
Right. Right. That's a good point. I don't think a lot of people are traveling there for business. But it could be a good meeting point for business. Like, Just cut costs, right? There, could, or like if you're meeting the business guys from Calgary. Yeah. And you meet at and in Red yeah. Deer at a, like a banquet room. But I think what Ginger's saying, though, is he didn't see a lot of like HQs in Red Deer. Yeah. Like Not a lot, a lot of, of headquarters. Exactly. No. I don't think if you're, unless you're closing the deal with some anonymous uh, hotel sex, I don't think you're meeting <laughs> your business partner in Red Deer. <laughs> You know, we had to do to sign our contract. <laughs> we signed it in the deer. Yeah. <laughs> What's this? Uh, Pam, Sherwood Park. She says, oh, my God, I go to Red Deer all the time for fertility treatments. What? I'm going to have to watch my man now. Yeah. Apparently, most of the big swinger parties happen in the deer. Really? Oh, is that Tex- so you have, like, two major cities meeting up Makes in the middle? Sense. Yeah, this text here says we've gone several times. Mm-hmm. What's hmm. this? I read somewhere that Red Deer has a higher man-to-man ratio. Uh, based on the text coming in, there's a lot of lady, a lot lady, of lady, ratio. lady going on. I'm not seeing too much uh, confession with man to man, but lady to. Oh, lady. I think it's man to wo- women. I think that would say men. Oh, I don't know. What is this? I met an NHL couch in the deer for some fun. Coach, probably. Oh, <laughs> like an NHL couch. <laughs> what's an NHL couch? Damn, best coach you ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> or is that what they call the hotel rooms? Right. Oh, an, an NHL coach. Yeah. So someone who coaches for the NHL we met, met that person in the Red Deer to bang her out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle in uh, Riverbend says, "I drive to Red Deer every day for work." Your girlfriend is listening to you creating paranoia right now. She should be worried. <laughs> no, yeah. I, she, bust it, buddy. Yeah, yeah bust, it. bust it. Bust it, Kyle. You're just insecure now because you just called out what you're doing. You turn and look at your girlfriend and admit what you've done. <laughs> <laughs> Tell her to open up the app right now. Yep. It will confirm all of her doubts. <laughs> there you go. Wow, oh, okay. I love the scandals. There you go. Keep the scandals coming in. For booty calls. It's a good read. Yeah, exactly. All right, for those of you who are sitting at work right now and you're thinking to yourself, uh, geez, am I a good employee? I've got some signs for you, a uh, list here, that would say whether or not you are a, a good employee or a bad employee. These six top six ones here show that you're bad at your job. Mm. So ask yourself the following questions. Uh, number six, if you constantly have to apologize... So are you walking around constantly like, oh, sorry, I forgot about that. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, that would be a bad employee. Yeah, that means that you suck at your job. Yeah. Number five, you're always looking for a way out of the office or out of the job site. Mm, Like you can't wait till the day's done. Yeah, you you count down the hours to your coffee break. Mm -hmm. You're looking at that clock wanting lunch. Yeah. All you can think about is quitting time. Mm -hmm. You're just simply not committed. Number four. The people that you work with don't like you. That's a problem. That's yeah. <laughs> red flag. That, Probably that could be find a, a new place. Have you ever worked somewhere where people don't like you? I have. It sucks. Uh, it sucks. No, I don't think so. Really? Maybe they didn't like me behind my back, but... Yeah, I've worked I've worked at a place where uh, I was not part of the cool kids. What did they do? Did they uh, run you out of Dodge? Yeah, they did. They ran me out of town. Literally. I oh. left town. How did you? How did you find out? Was it just obvious? They made it very oh, obvious. It was super that you were obvious. Not like, um, we don't like you. Yeah, no. No, it was. It was super obvious. So I'm like, hey guys, everybody sounds like you're all going out on Friday night after work. Mm-hmm. No, we're not. What? And then they continue talking about their amazing night that they had planned. Yeah, and then I would yeah. hear about it on Monday. Oh. They're like, yes, we are going out. Yeah, <laughs> no, we. we. Yeah, yes. yeah. It was. Uh, it was awful. Hmm. Uh, you don't believe in your company's mission. Or if you think that the CEOs or the bosses are making some weird decisions and you're not on board with it, mm-hmm. you should probably get out. You do the absolute bare minimum and nothing more coming in at number two. Hmm. And the number one sign that you hate your job and you should probably leave because you're a bad employee 
is you are literally never on time. Not once. Every day you're late and you give zero Fs about it. Well, yeah, you really don't care about your job then. If you're just strolling in and being like, like half an hour late, and that's who cares? the problem. Yeah. And I'm surprised people like, there's people like that that keep their jobs, which I don't know how. Like I would can your A. Yeah, I would too. If you like every single day, just, like being late every now and again, yeah. whatever. Life happens. But be on time. But every day. Yeah. Maybe you're just sleepy. No. No, Ginger's just saying that because I'm a little fiery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little fiery. All right, one last one here. Out of all the things to seal, these guys accidentally took the one product that was literally designed to rat them out. Off to California we go, where two thieves broke into a tech company mm. last week. They stole some beer out of the fridge, and then they took about $18,000 worth of uh, little devices. Apparently, they thought that they were cell phone chargers. Oh. So they loaded up. Yeah. It wasn't cell phone chargers. They were GPS trackers. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. So when the company realized what was missing, they gave the police their traffic uh, traffic tracking software. Yeah. And the cops pinpointed the thieves <laughs> to the exact location. Just they, loaded up on a map. It's like, beep, beep, Yes. Beep, beep. Like a big red beacon oh, light yeah. of where these guys were. Uh, the police show up. And, of course, they were arrested right away. Uh, the name of the GPS devices was called the Rombi. Mm. $18,000 worth. Um, what do you use that for? First of all, the criminals, why are they stealing cell phone chargers? They if, just broke in, drank the beer in the fridge, and... Oh. And they thought that they... They thought they stumbled cell back phone in time. <laughs> yeah, they thought that they would steal like, those. Cell phone chargers are a dime a dozen nowadays. What, what do you use a Jeep... What would I buy a GPS tracker for? Um, like to spy on someone? Uh, possibly. Because this is a device that you stick Yeah, it's like on. a little device. And you yeah. put it in luggage if you want to track down your luggage if you're oh, traveling, didn't right? Didn't even think about that. Yeah. I bet the cell phone industry's killed the GPS game. Right? Because like, what are you buying it for? Well, cell phones, uh, you can track your tracking device, right? Because yeah. these ones that they stole, these would be like if you do want to see if your significant other is heading to Red Deer to, no, to right. go to yeah. a booty call, sure, that you works. just throw it in the trunk of the car or something, right? A big business? Track. I don't know. Just put it on your kids? I think it'd be fun. Like their vehicles? Or their backpacks? Yeah, throw it in their backpack. So you can watch where they are? Yeah. Or if they, God forbid, get taken. Jesus. Well, you track the He watched Liam dark. Neeson movies oh, yesterday, no, uh, so that's why he's... taken weekend? <laughs> yeah. There's a full Liam Neeson weekend. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's suggesting it. Alrighty, in sports, the NHL fans now know uh, which players their team could lose to Vegas this week. The league released the protected list for Wednesday's draft. Uh, there's some pretty big names that are available. I know everybody's talking about Mark Andre Fleury, uh, the Penguins goaltender, and Ottawa forward Bobby Ryan. Now I do have the uh, the list of the Oilers here for you guys. You know, so I can just go to my computer mm-hmm. uh, of who's protected. So uh, here is who the Oilers protected from. The uh, trade: Leon Drysaitel, Jordan Everly, Cassian, Latestu, Lucic, Maroon, Nugent Hopkins, Clefbaum, Larson, Sakara, and Talbot. Imagine Those if you protected. didn't make the list. You're like, oh, they're now, not protecting. Me. Now a lot of people were freaking out that uh, Connor uh, McDavid was not on the list. The Oilers didn't have to protect. Uh, them because players with two years or less mm-hmm. of professional experience aren't eligible for the expansion draft. Mm. I know. I first saw the list. I didn't see them on I there. Know, I'm like, I, what? 
I, saw, I know my heart was just like, what the F is going on? Mm. Uh, so that, of course, involves Connor McDavid, Darnell Nurse, uh, Slepshev, uh, Matthew Benning, and Kajula. He, uh, those guys are all within, they fall within that less, of, less than two years. Mm-hmm. Now, who is unprotected? Uh, looks like Reinhardt, uh, Kara, Brassois is another one, and Pouliot. Mm. There's, actually, there's a few of them. Griba is also available. They say that they are unlikely, though, to be taken by Vegas. What do you think? Yeah, well, there was talk of Reinhardt might go, but there's a lot of better defensemen available. Mm. Yeah. Little Reinhardt. Now, the Golden Knights will select one player from every NHL team. Their picks will be announced Wednesday night, so I do believe everybody's going to be watching oh, that yeah. pretty closely. All right, it is going to be, uh, you know what, a really nice day today. Once it starts warming up a bit, I know earlier this morning people were texting and saying they had frost outside of the city. It was a cool start to the day. Sunshine and 21, though, for the high. It is 625, and we are sitting already at 9 degrees. Good Monday morning. Uh, you know, when you become an adult, a lot of times uh, your work experience will change. You'll work for different companies. You'll work under different people. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a really interesting uh, Reddit thread that I was reading over the weekend of some of the craziest things that you've ever been asked to do by a boss mm. or the craziest thing that you've seen a boss do. Now, Crash, you've had some pretty crazy. Yeah. You've had some crazy bosses. Thankfully, nobody asked me to do like anything inappropriate. But they've asked me to do, like, really irritating things, like babysitting. I don't babysit. Like, the uh, Petro-Canada I worked at in mm. Enola, Manitoba. Yeah. They While you were working at the gas station? While I'm working, uh, here's... They would ask you to babysit. I'm running the till, the counter. I have to run the stupid ice cream bar. Mm-hmm. I have to run the post office. Yeah. As well, I have to run nine gas pumps. Mm. And they dropped their kid off, who was probably six at the time. And they're like, can you just watch him? And I'm like, no, I can't just watch him. And then when he gets into trouble, I get yelled at. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> can, you just, <laughs> can you just watch him? Yeah. I was yeah. told to go clean out the uh, uh, little garage on the side of the parking lot where he parks his lawnmower oh, and stuff. Geez. While I'm running everything, I'm like, no, yeah. no, so irritating. I think, I'm just trying to think of what the craziest thing that I... I, I haven't been asked, I'm going to guess that the Now family will probably have way better stories than I. The only thing that I can think of recently is I worked for a, um, a classic rock station. And, mm. like, being a classic rock station, we had the the pickup truck with the dually wheels. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. we rock. Yeah, we got balls. Yeah, we got balls. <laughs> That's why there's a dually. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I was going to, it was like a, a, con- like a concert or a sponsored, you know, the radio station was sponsoring the event. Mm. And the boss... Um, who like the guy who owned the radio station, my boss, called me and said I could only have the truck with the Dooleys until like 9 p.m. because his son, who was oh, in grade 11, yeah. uh, needed the truck to go take his friends out. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you know the event. Like, this is a concert ends at like 11. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, we'll just stand there and hand out yeah. stickers. He'll leave you a podium. Don't yeah, worry. Leave- <laughs> like, but how do I get home? And the kid took the truck yeah, and brought did. it to a house party. Yeah, he was in grade, yeah, he was in grade 11. <laughs> And I had to... Oh, had to, that yeah. was the worst. And I'm like, hey, everybody, listen to this classic rock station. Yeah. You got a little ghetto blaster there. Yeah, I looked like a busker. Oh, I don't, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was awful. Yeah. So I want to know from you guys, uh, what is the craziest thing that, that, a, that a boss has asked you to do? And did you do it? Call 
Old Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, we're talking about the strangest thing that a boss has asked you, uh, has asked you to do. And uh, some of these texts are really good. Jenna sent us this one. She says, good morning, guys. I work in construction. We had a concrete pour, and we knew that some of our work was messed up. Mm, oh. My boss would always send me in to go flirt with the old quality control guys so they wouldn't notice our mistakes and just pass it. What? It worked like a charm. You're like, hey. Yeah. I need these documents signed. Hey, are you guys like doing your quality control? Well, look at my cleavage. <laughs> Sign here. These bridges are cracking. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. says, for some reason, the old guys who did the quality control yeah. just loved me and would sign off. Oh, man. Uh, Northside Matt says, when I used to work at a car dealership as yep. a lot attendant, this one winter, I was told to go to the boss's half mansion what? and shovel his massive driveway. Uh, I did have a truck with a plow, but I could only get in half the driveway, so I had to shovel the rest by hand took me over three hours. He to do did it. it. You did it. You you want to keep your job, right? So that's what you do. You're, you you're shovel like, your boss's mansion. Yeah. What's a half mansion? Uh, I'm gonna guess mansion, but a half driveway. Oh, half driveway. Yeah. Oh, plow the whole thing. What a drag. Oh, I would have like cut up his asphalt driveway. I just wouldn't have done it. Oh, I think you would. I guess if you need your job, yeah, you head over to his big house. Mm. Okay. Uh, let's go with uh, Brad here. Hey, Brad. Morning. Hey. All right. So did a boss ask you to do something weird? It, it wasn't me. My buddy told me the story many times. Yeah. So, um, he was working Hydrovac, and they were going down the highway, and his the, the guy that was driving said, here, take the wheel. So he grabs the wheel, and the guy opens the door and starts climbing out, so he quickly scoots over into the seat to <laughs> drive. Yeah. And I guess they were in a hurry, and the guy had to poop. So no, he what? Off, he hung off the side of the truck, dropped his pants, and pooped <laughs> on the highway or something like that while they were doing 100K an hour. Oh, no. No, no, no. Yeah. I definitely didn't think we would get a call like this. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, he tells the story at least once a year. Oh, man. I guess when you got to go, you got to go, but... Would yeah, you be able to do it? job or something like that, so he didn't want to stop. No, and then, like, shake it off and then scooch back into oh the drive seat. Oh, my gosh. Pretty much no wipe. Just <laughs> Oh, that is disgusting. I don't think I'd be able to do it. Like hang off the side of a truck? No. No, me neither. No way. Let the logs fly. I think my my whole body would be like, nope. (laughs) (laughs) Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. We're wondering what is the craziest thing a uh, a boss has asked you to do. And and we want to guess whether or not you did it. I did have to clean my boss's RV, too. Yeah, I, I could see that. Because they parked a big, giant camper beside the gas station I worked at. Because they lived in the city, but they would drive out and then spend time there. Yeah. And that thing would get vandalized all the time. I had to go in and clean all the broken glass out of there. And when I walked in there, I'm like, oh, my God. It is so dirty. <laughs> oh. There's, like, just clothing everywhere. Yeah. It smells musty. I'm like, oh, this is terrible. I feel like cleaning out someone else's camper would be like cleaning out someone else's boathouse. Just a, a just a mess. It's like cleaning out a prison cell. Yeah, it would be it's, really, really gross. There's, you find things that you don't want to yeah, find. Yeah, like super gross. Oh, it's nasty. Uh, right at the top here, sure. Cody's hanging on. How you doing, Cody? Good, how are you? Good, good. All right, so did a boss make a uh, odd request of you? Yeah, yeah. She. We had a customer constantly come in, and when she came in, my boss said to me, don't help that woman. Mm. Don't? No, don't. Yeah. She never spends any money, so it's a waste of our time to help her. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
And I, that was like, that's ridiculous. If she yeah. wants help, I'm going to help her. Yeah. So I helped her throughout the store on and off for probably about a half hour and yeah. showed her this and that and answered her questions. She ended up walking out with over $500 worth of product. Yeah, that's Damn, not bad. Damn, there you go. But the boss said, don't do it. That is, that's bad. That's a bad boss right? request. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <sighs> Brutal. That's hilarious, though. I hope you gloated after. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. I'd be walking around and be like, $500 sale. I should own this company. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Brutal. Okay, thanks for that, Cody. Have a good day, guys. Yeah, you too, man. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, you know I, what, though? I've been that person where I've gone into a store mm-hmm. and a, a couple of times and I'm just sizing it up. Yeah, like I'm just wa- like looking to see what I want, and then I don't buy anything that day. And then I'll go back a few days later, or a few like or a month later, yeah. and be like, oh, well, now I need five hundred dollars worth of things. <laughs> right? Meanwhile, the, I've been that person. The owner's like, don't worry, about don't it. help, don't help yeah. Mars over there. She's always just wandering around in here. Uh, this yeah. says here, uh, no name on it. Says I had to change my boss's tires on his jacked up Hummer. Welcome to my first day of pipeline. <laughs> oh no, that sucks. It's like, hmm, what can I get you to do? Um, yeah. My Hummer, my jacked up Hummer needs new tires put on. Yeah. Brutal. Uh, Mackenzie's on three here. How you doing, Mackenzie? Hi, how are you? Good, good. good. All right, uh, boss, did they make a weird request of you? Yeah, um, we were doing tree holes to plant new trees right by a lake, so the water table was super high. Oh, okay. The next day, they made a, she made us go out and make sure that the tree holes were wide enough. But if we got back in the water table, it filled the hole. So I called her and said, yeah. yeah, this, that, and the other. She's like, yeah, no, just try and not shovel out the water. So you had to go through all these tree holes and empty the water? Yeah. Oh. There's like There's like three, four feet of water. With like, a, like a, nothing but like a spade? Yeah, like a spade shovel. I'd say, no, just slap yeah, the tree and it's going to push the water out. Yeah. Yeah, and then I you don't have to water them after. I've gotten a straw and started uh, Right? Yeah. You shovel and it fills up. Shovel fills, fills up. up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that is the worst. That's the worst. Yeah, absolutely. Brutal. Okay, thanks so much for sharing that, Mackenzie. Take care, guys. You too. Bye-bye. Crash and Mars. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, here's a few things that are going on. First of all, an investigation is underway after a woman and her dog were killed after being struck by a vehicle Saturday night in a March crosswalk on the west side of the city. They say at around 7 p.m., a green Lexus struck a 57-year-old woman and her dog. They were crossing at Souter Greens Drive between Lewis Estates Boulevard and Potter Greens uh, Drive. The woman and her dog were pronounced dead at the scene. I know exactly where that is because I used to live in that area. It's around that bend. And uh, people... Well, people rip through there. Rip through there. Yeah. Because I used to, I used to, that used to be my bike route, remember? Mm -hmm. I used to bike that. Zip through there. And that, uh, that crosswalk is... Yeah, it's a I it's guess, a dodgy yeah, if, one. If you're speeding through there, they're not saying whether or not that person was speeding. I'm yeah. just talking from my personal experience because it's a it's a bend. Yeah, like there's a bend in the road, and then a crosswalk. So if you're ripping way too fast mm-hmm. and you don't have the time to stop, or if you don't see somebody in the crosswalk, that area has been like plagued with uh, terrible things, right? Like terrible happenings. Because on the uh, what is it, eighty seventh there. Yes. Yeah, that one. I think there were a few fatalities too. Uh, there with, were a lot while back. Yeah, a while were, back. Yeah. Yeah. 
The SUV was driven by a 42-year-old man, his 40-year-old wife, and their 12-year-old son were passengers. No charges have been laid as of yet. Alcohol not considered a factor in the collision. Edmonton police have yet to determine whether or not speed played a role. Uh, Anyone with any information about the collision is being asked to contact the EPS uh, or, of course, Crime Stoppers. You can do so anonymously. Someone just posted. They said, oh, my God, me and my dog almost got hit on that crosswalk yesterday, too. I jumped back and the car zipped by. I had theirs... People just aren't paying attention on the Well, it's because it's on that bend and because it's... People drive really fast. Yeah. Cause any, and I've used that crosswalk a number of times. You kind of do the, huh? oh yeah, and then you, you kind of put like your arm out first in your leg. You look, you shout, yeah, and you're and like you waving, run. and then yeah. you run. It's a, it's a, it's a weird one. Mm-hmm. All right, RCMP in Rocky Mountain House, Alberta, are warning boaters to stay off the North Saskatchewan River. The reason being, they've had to conduct several uh, rescues over the past couple of days. And you might remember last week they also said for here in Edmonton, hey, like it might be the water is higher. Is it? I haven't looked. Yeah, it is higher. It's moving quick. Okay, so uh, apparently people are taking canoes out, mm. and those canoes are capsizing. So uh, people have been left clinging to logs Yee. and floating down the North Saskatchewan River up near Rocky uh, after their canoes capsized, and that was all they had left. Ugh. There were three incidences over the weekend. Uh, the parties were rescued. No one was hurt. But RCMP are warning Albertans that water levels on the North Saskatchewan are extremely high and that boaters and canoeists should stay off the water until the water levels drop because it's moving so quickly. How terrifying would that be? Everything has drifted down the river and you're hanging on to a log. I've been kayaking the other day. And uh, the wind picked up. <laughs> and by no means was it like crazy waves. Oh, I, Mars was panicking. Ginge, check this out. No. I went kayaking and look at, I was paddling so hard. Look at my thumbs. <laughs> There's blisters. Yeah. Paddling for your life. I, was, I had to paddle for my life yesterday because the wind picked up and I was like, oh Just my God. got those God. amateur kayaking hands. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> look at the blisters on my thumbs. But we didn't have like white caps. It wasn't like rapids. No. There were like little waves that would cause splashes. Like a, like a... <laughs> <laughs> like a wake from a boat. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I might even. have, I might have overreacted a little bit, but I don't like. I don't want to capsize. Right? Like her hair wasn't even really blowing. No, my. Well, no, it was. It was a little windy, wasn't it? Mm. That's me paddling for my life. You went from paddling for my life to what was it? It was windy, wasn't it? Was that, <laughs> did I feel the breeze? Is that what that was? Yeah. Well, people are clinging to logs. Yeah. It's like it was so windy. <laughs> Look at my blisters, guys. I got blisters on my thumbs. I need to get some gloves. <laughs> so are big blisters. I know they're big. I was paddling for my life. Me too. I was paddling for my life. Can you tell? No. Right? Mm. Look at those hardened hands. Right? Yeah, yeah. they're all callous. These are and... kayaking hands. <laughs> <laughs> right, motorists on the Trans-Canada Highway uh, over in Manitoba near Falcon Lake apparently right. called uh, called 911 because everyone... In the towns nearby and on the highway were smelling burnt toast. Uh-oh. And everyone thought that they were having a medical episode. Jeez. You know, they say if you just randomly smell burnt toast. Yeah. What was burning at Falcon Lake? Well, apparently there was a uh, semi that was carrying a load of hamburger buns okay. that was destined for Costco. Mm. And it caught fire and it burnt <laughs> the buns. <laughs> That's a lot so of literally toasted everything. It toasted everything, and everybody nearby started calling nine one one because they were worried mm. about how everyone was smelling burnt toast. Yeah. as the buns uh, went down. You got a picture of the buns? Yeah, that's there? a lot of buns. Yeah, look at that. A lot of burnt buns. 
R.I.P. Kirkland. Yeah, R.I.P. Kirkland. So some burnt buns there. Uh, no one was injured, which was good news. And, of course, no one was having uh, some sort of uh, an, an episode. How how did the load of buns catch fire? They said, I've got it here. Uh, like someone, a stowaway in there smoking cigarettes? Or no, what? apparently it was an issue with the brakes. Oh, and it caught fire and from it underneath. it caught fire from underneath, yeah. Mm. Yeah, because it's literally the trailer of the... The truck looks fine. Yeah. It's just the trailer holding the buns that... Lit that up. D- yeah, that doesn't look good. We have uh, car fires in town every now and then. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Have we ever had a trailer fire like that? No. In town here? Yeah. No. Uh, no, I don't think so. So that would have burned bright, too, I'd imagine, all those buns. Yeah, it'd be a, be a hot fire. They did have to shut down the highway for a couple of hours while they put it out. Mm-hmm. Bunch of smoldering buns. So, there you go. All right, how many hours of sleep did you get last night? I got six and a bit. Yeah, probably around there. Yeah, a little shy. I took some Z-Quills. Okay. Whoa. Some Z-Quills? <laughs> that's a pretty casual amount of medicine to be taking. <laughs> well, that's, that's what you got to do for the Z-Quill of work, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I took a few. Yeah. Just <laughs> to get it to kick in. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I got about six hours. Uh, I woke up, woke up to the cats meowing a couple times. Yeah, there's some thunder, thunder last night as well. But you guys were, we were saying, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like rumbling. Uh, well, a new survey is out that says if you want to be, quote... Perfectly happy, you should sleep for the following exactly seven hours and six minutes. If you want to be pretty happy, sleep for somewhere between six hours and 48 minutes to seven hours. Hmm. So if you want to be perfectly happy, you should be getting seven hours and six minutes of sleep. If you just want to be sort of happy, then six hours and 48 minutes. I don't um, think will make you uh, sort of happy. Like within the last like 10 years, I don't think there was at any point. A time when I got seven hours, like on a work night. Oh, I, I, I it's my goal. Yeah, sure, I, it's my I, goal. It would but be I a just, goal. I lay there and my brain doesn't stop and I get angry. Yeah. If you sleep for anything less than six hours and 48 minutes, you can expect to be miserable. The survey also found that the ideal sleeping conditions are make sure it's dark, but not pitch black. Mm-hmm. I like it pitch black. Yeah, it's got to be black. It should be quiet, but not silent. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't do work or play video games right before bed. Well, and why does every single piece of technology have to have a bright LED light on it? Yeah, they say don't even have your phone in your room. Well, that's my alarm. Get an alarm clock. The phone itself doesn't light up, but I bought this uh, wireless charger and a little pad that you throw Mm -hmm. the phone on. And the entire, uh, it's round, the entire side of it, all the way around, is an LED light. I put the phone on, it's like, <laughs> like what? Yeah. Charging. Yeah. Charging. I get it. You can have a small little light on it. I get it. So I use electrical tape and I just wrapped it up. It looks <laughs> yeah. so budget. Yeah. The TV has a light on it. The smoke detector has a green light on it. Like, I, stop with the lights. And I feel like uh, scientists are always arguing over the right amount of sleep we should get. I feel like this is low. Oh, you think the seven hours is too yeah, little? Yeah, usually they say... Yeah, I feel there was a study about like eight plus hours yeah. a little like, while ago. Get on the same page, scientists. This one says exactly seven hours and six minutes. Now, how you would figure that out, I don't know. Maybe get one of those apps that can determine exactly when you fall asleep. Mm. And then have it set your alarm for you if you can. Yeah. For seven hours and six minutes. Look, uh, Sherry and Parkland posted. Yeah. Three hours, 58 minutes to be exact. Oh. I am going to be one hurting unit today as I have to golf after work as well. Oh, God. Oh, what, what a, a drag. drag. You're going to have some brewskis on the course. Yeah. You're going to be sleeping in that golf cart. Oh, she's going to be miserable. Yeah. 
If I could get seven hours of sleep a night, I think it. I would feel a lot better. Seven would be good. I slept this weekend. I think I slept on... Mars woke up at like 10 o'clock <laughs> on Sunday. Hey, yeah. Not bad. Hey? And that wasn't... Uh... We went to bed fairly late, though. It was well after It was well after midnight. Yeah, it was like 12.30. But still, though, I think <laughs> I got like nine and a half hours of sleep. You slept in past like when your Monday to Friday day is done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yeah isn't that work. crazy? Yeah. I just, oh, I just, I just slept and I slept. I had to go check on her. I was, Did you think I was dead at any point? Uh, I didn't think you were dead, but I thought maybe something's happening because I didn't hear any movement. And my cats are running around. I'm opening, closing doors. Made a couple coffees already. Really trying to keep it quiet. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <pretty much. laughs> there was no movement. No. I was. I've got blackout curtains. Yeah. So my 10 a.m. looked like one in the morning. Like it mm. was dark in there. And I came out like some sort of like sea creature. Yeah. She like opens seeing... the door. I hear. Yeah. And then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to being on like the depths of the ocean floor yeah. where light can't penetrate that deep. Water at her. I swim to the surface oh. and I can't see. And what world is this? Well, yeah, yeah. It was it was really good. All right, here's a list of the top things that people secretly spend their money on behind their partner's back. A new survey asked people if they do spend money and not tell the other person. Sixty nine percent said no, but what the other thirty one percent said is quite interesting. So here's a list of what people are buying. They're secretly spending money uh, behind their partner's back. Mm. Number one, clothing or beauty products. Oh, yeah, guaranteed. Number two, gambling. Oh, yeah. Number three, food that you feel guilty about eating or that you're not allowed to have in the house. Well, yeah, if because uh, we did a, we were talking about uh, couples going on diets together. Yeah. If a couple goes on diets together, chances are one's cheating. Yeah, one person doesn't want to be on that diet. Right? Yeah, you're, you get the Arby's hat periodically, so you pull in. Yeah. So you think it's a nice, healthy alternative? <laughs> <laughs> they have the meat. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Number four, alcohol. Number five, porn and strippers. Damn. Off you go. That's top five. Yeah. And number six of the top things that you're spending money on behind your partner's back is cigarettes. Yeah. I just saw one come in from Katie. says, cigarettes. Sorry, partner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, partner. Sorry no. about that. Are you dating the cowboy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. With the cigarettes, are you doing the whole like chew a whole boatload of gum spray down your Probably clothing? Trying to hide the fact that you're smoking. Open every window in your car to air it out. I don't think that anyone has ever in the history of time been successful at hiding a no. smoking. Habit. My brother tried that. Yeah, it didn't work. No. Yeah, he smelled like an ashtray. Cologne in the glove box. Too. Oh, yeah. Spray yeah. before you head in the house. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't. It never, no, ever. You can still tell. It never, ever covers it up. Isn't that, I don't want to give uh, the tobacco companies any ideas, mm. uh, but wouldn't that be a big product if you had some sort of scentless cigarette? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like it a, would. Yeah, like a vape? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Already done, James. <laughs> Imagine like it was electronic. Yeah. <laughs> and you blow like a vapor in here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. For those of you who like to vacation, um, uh, there's a new story that's out that says there's a very big difference between how young Gen Xers used to vacation and now how millennials are vacationing. Now, this study here just particularly looked at dudes. Mm-hmm. Uh, women weren't mentioned in this, but... I think it's uh, it's fairly significantly different. Now, if you were born between the age uh, between the time of uh, like nineteen sixty sixty five to about nineteen eighty, yeah. chances are if you had the opportunity to travel, what you wanted to do was grab a pair of flip flops, maybe an oversized backpack, 
stay in hostels, traipse around Europe. And that's born from 65 to 80? 65 to about 80, yes. Mm. Or even 1960 yeah. to 80. You wanted to, like, really hippie out. Yeah, like you would, you know, grab your flip-flops and be like, I'm going to go pick watermelons in a field in Australia and live, mm. or I'm just going to go and hopefully sell some jewelry on the beaches of Thailand. I A part of me is like, oh, man, that would be so cool, just, like, wing everything. You mm-hmm. just got a backpack. A part of me would love to do that. Yeah. Then a big part of me is like, nah, I'd like a little more organization. That's exactly what the study shows. <laughs> and maybe a guaranteed roof that doesn't leak. Yes. If you're a Gen Xer, um, chances are you had no problem backpacking and winging it and just being an old hippie mm-hmm. traveling around. Yeah. Uh, if you were born after 1981 and you're a guy, apparently you guys want to travel a little bit more... Um, let's say higher quality. Oh, okay. A new study is out that says millennials who are men uh, are not backpacking across Europe anymore. They're not working their way through their travel either. They want uh, organized. They want to be like crash, yes. more organized. Uh, they want to plan a trip, and they also want to do things uh, that are of higher quality. For example, eat high quality foods, mm. drink high quality wines. Oh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> But the like manly side of me is like, yeah. no, I just want to put a backpack on and go. They want to stay in nicer hotels yeah. or resorts rather oh, than hostels. I do like a hotel that comes with a bathrobe. Yes. <laughs> and apparently millennial men also aren't into the all-inclusive travel anymore, where you fly somewhere and lay down for a week. They're all about seeking out the richest possible experiences with luxury elements. Mm. So like, what do you, yeah, and they're like saying like renting like fancy Airbnbs, Airbnbs and stuff, yeah. and stuff like that. They're actually saying that all inclusive resorts are seeing a decline in bookings mm-hmm. because millennials are like, yeah, we want an Airbnb, we want to. They don't want just the whole like group setting. Yeah, we want to be able runs to, to the food hall. Yeah, then we want to be able to travel and and explore without being stuck in one spot. Mm. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I think it's pretty legit, pretty accurate. Yeah, you, well, you and I have Airbnb'd. Yeah. Ah, it we was, haven't it resorted was nerve-wracking in a initially. I'm like, oh my God, yeah. but I love it. It's great. Yeah, every time you guys go away now, it's a... Uh... It's an, yeah, we rent a ho- uh, ho- house or a condo or something, yeah. yeah. What's the, the last one, though, seemed... It was a little more on the sketchier side. Yeah, the last one was kind of like a... Uh, <laughs> get the best of both worlds out of it. It had, like, razor yeah. wire all the way around the property on yeah. the concrete walls. That's not what you want to see. And then, like, old creepy sirens were uh, blasting on this truck as yeah. it was driving by through this sketchy back alley. I didn't really sleep very well in that hall. I was a little <laughs> worried about, you know, being murdered. Yeah, so you had I, to go uh, through three cages to get into the, the yeah. building. Yeah, I was a little worried about it. We didn't die. But it wasn't necessarily like Rancho Relaxo there. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Uh, and the bed wasn't very good. And they also the guy lied about how far the beach was. Because every, and on all the write-ups, did you notice too, even in all the reviews, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, a bike ride away from the beach. Yeah. And we, you know, the bikes were included. Well, nobody offered us any bikes. Yeah, I didn't see the bikes. Mm -hmm. Uh, And B, yeah, the beach was a bike ride away. If you wanted to bike ride for four hours in the morning. (laughs) Lance Armstrong distance. Yeah, right. You weren't weren't doing that. Yeah, uh, people are texting in saying how they prefer to travel. Yeah. And a lot of people are saying Airbnb. They don't want to do the all-inclusive anymore. Hmm. Is it, uh, what is it? We find it boring? Yeah. Oh, what's the deal? We just don't want to be grouped with people? People are saying laying on a beach is boring. They mm. would rather explore or have their own home where they can cook and explore the yeah. foods of the region. I know initially I thought, I don't want to cook on vacation. But I didn't mind it. Yeah, I didn't mind it either. Grocery shopping it. with the yeah, locals and fine. stuff. It was, yeah. it was fun. 
Except for when you can't sleep because you think you're going to be murdered yeah, in here. Yeah, you but. got that too. <laughs> Minus the murder, great trip. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for those of you who love to barbecue, I'm sure you're probably going to completely disagree with this list. Uh, but a couple of chefs got together, some top chefs, and said, we're going to destroy your summer dreams with a list of items that you should never grill. Mm. Let me know if you like grilling these things. Uh, okay. Do Number I one, these? filet mignon. Okay, yeah, I'm not grilling that. Filet is a lean cut. They say you should never put it on the grill. Mm. But how else do you do steak then? Do you bake it? Um, possibly. You sear it. Oh, Maybe yeah, this one says do it in the pan. Yeah, pan sear. Okay, so filet mignon. Number two of things you should never barbecue. Pizza. I've never had it. My brother came to our place. Where were we living? Was that in Regina? In Regina. Yeah. And he's like, "Man, I'm gonna make you my world famous pizza." I'm like, "Sweet, we love." Pizza. I'm like, "Oh!" And then he went and brought a brick of cheese from Costco, like the giant one, mm-hmm. like commercial grade size. And he made a pizza on the barbecue. He destroyed my barbecue. Oh. It, the pizza was like three inches thick of cheese. Oh, so good. And it just boiled over, and it was burnt cheese everywhere. Yeah. And he scraped it off the grill. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah, they say never, ever, ever grill yeah, your don't, pizza. Don't grill pizza. It doesn't work. Uh, number three, salmon. Oh, I don't mind salmon on the barbecue. Yeah, apparently they say that the best part of the salmon is mm-hmm. the fatty oils, which render out on a hot grill. Although I am doing it on a cedar plank. Is that better? Oh, Does it's it delicious. Oh, it's really oh good. my yeah. God. But are you allowed to barbecue it on the cedar? Uh, yeah, I think this is just directly just on, the on the grill. Yeah, yeah, they're saying not do yeah, it. Yeah, because the cedar saves juices. Mm. And, uh, the next one here, and this one doesn't make any sense to me, kebabs. Oh, you got to grill a kebab. They say that you should not grill a kebab on the barbecue. The reason being is because the difference between the meats and the vegetables on a stick at the same time cook very differently. Yeah. And they say it is impossible to cook everything correctly on one skewer. Either your vegetables will be overgrilled or your meats will just be not good. So how do you cook a kebab? They say don't even build a kebab. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to cook it separately, then assemble your kebab? Yeah, they say grill your vegetables, no. that's cool, and grill your protein separate. Because when it's on about, a kebab, it just gets gross. The best part about a kebab is putting everything together and then like your red onions caramelize on it. Your mushrooms are perfect. You I've never those, had a bad kebab. You get the grill lines on your peppers. Right? Yeah. You know, like sauce it up. I like kebabs. Seasoning on there. No, I've never had a bad kebab on the barbecue. But if you do put certain vegetables, like if you put a zucchini on a kebab, that zucchini will fall off because it gets mushy. Yeah. That's I've had a you take when you kebab. I've had a kebab with a tomato on it, like cherry tomatoes. Those ones get mushy and fall off too. Yeah. Why are kebabs so fun? I got really excited when you mentioned kebabs. I know. I bought oversized kebab skewers so oh, I can get like maximum meat. Like this. <laughs> Clown size. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're you keep so pulling good. that meat out. Yeah. <laughs> There's more vegetables coming. <laughs> yeah, the kebabs are really great. And one last one here, which I don't know if you guys will agree with or not, but the classic hamburger. Which they hamb- say don't do on the they barbecue? They say don't do a hamburger oh. on the barbecue. No. Too bad. I had hamburgers over the weekend. They were fantastic. Say grilling them allows the fat to render off and uh, off the meat to be lost. And instead of helping to create a heavily caramelized crust on the outside of your beloved burger, it just turns into a charcoal dust. They say you should be doing all of your hamburgers in a frying pan. No. Never. No. That's, burgers are the best on the barbecue. Yeah, and I then do either. right before they're done, throw a piece of cheese on there, bam! And cheese then away burger. you go. Mm. That's and how you make a cheeseburger. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little tip for you guys. Yeah. I, I call it a cheeseburger. <laughs> you get the cheese slice and you put it on the back. <laughs>
Uh, all righty, in sports, I got a couple of things going on. First of all, uh, it looks like Kepka tied a U.S. Open record to win his first major golf title. Kepka pulled away from the field on the back nine for a four-shot win. Finishing at 16 under par, tying uh, Roy McIlroy's record for anybody who was watching golf over the weekend. NHL fans now know which players their team could lose to Vegas this week. The league did release the protected list for Wednesday's draft. Now, for the Edmonton Oilers, uh, they've got a list of guys that they've protected as well. That includes Leon Dreisaitl, Jordan Eberle, Cassian, Latestu, Lucic, Maroon, Nugent Hopkins, Clefbaum, Larson, Sakara, and Talbot. Uh, none of those guys can go over. Now, if you're wondering why uh, Connor McDonald David isn't on that list. It's because players with two years or less of professional experience are not eligible for the expansion draft. So McDavid's there, uh, Nurse is there, uh, Kajula's there, Benning, and Slepshev. Hmm. None of those guys can go. Alrighty, it is going to be a beautiful day today. We are going to see sunshine for most of the day with clear skies. Uh, n- not a lot of wind, which is good, and 21 degrees for the high. It's going to be a nice day. It is 725, and we're sitting at 11 degrees. Good morning. Okay, this is a really sweet story. Um, a woman by the name of Shelby. Uh, her grandmother recently found herself in the hospital after having a really bad reaction to some medication. Now, Shel- Shelby lives down in California. And uh, grandma had a beloved pet dog. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty cute. She named her dog Patsy. It's just like a little buddy. Yeah. You know, it's just a little buddy. Well, grandma was pretty upset in the hospital and feeling, you know, alone. And Shelby, her granddaughter, who was taking care of the little pup, I said, well, you know what, Grandma? I'm going to uh, I'm going to make this happen for you. So she swaddled the dog in a blanket. Oh, to look like a baby? Pretending it was her baby oh. and snuck the dog into the hospital yep. to visit Grandma. Oh, great move. Yeah, she said that she's got a you know blanket in her car, so she decided to make it look like a baby. Apparently, the pup was really still. So she was able to say check in to say, hey, I'm here to visit my grandma. Yeah. She signed in all the visitor forms and then walked all the way through the hospital. And the dog didn't bark or make a sound. No, nope, the dog didn't bark or make a sound, but apparently Grandma lost her mind when the pup was able to... (laughs) (laughs) See, Mars, if you were in the hospital for quite some time, I I would smuggle in a cat. I don't know if they'd be quiet the whole time, but I would would attempt to. No, you could not throw a blanket over like Pepper's head and body. She would not lay still. She would scratch you up. She would hiss. That's a good point. She'd probably see me and get upset. But I'd want you to see the cats. I know. If I'm ever in the hospital like that, sneak in the cats. Bring them in. Mm Mm-hmm. Although I could probably bring our uh, uh, cloister in, our 22-pound oh, yeah. gal from Red Deer. Yeah, Chloe might be able to come in, the right? cloister, yeah. She's pretty chill. She could pass as a baby, too. Well, people uh, saw this story and started tweeting stories uh, of times that they snuck an animal into the hospital or other things that they have snuck into a hospital. I guaranteed uh, booze is probably like, right at the top, right? <laughs> I've done that. You smuggled booze into the hospital, yeah. Lots of it. Or someone that was yeah, in there uh, for a bit. Yeah, a friend of mine was in the hospital for a bit and so yeah. I snuck in like four bottles of red wine. Jeez. <laughs> and during four my, bottles. Yeah, during, well, because I had to visit a lot. Yeah. And during every visit, we would split a bottle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. I snuck, I've snuck alcohol in. Wow. I guess yeah. if you're in a hospital for a long time, you're away from all the, the n- normal stuff that you would do in your life. Have you ever snuck anything into a hospital? Mm. Did you sneak a pet in? If you work, like if you're in healthcare, 
do people try to sneak stuff by you all the time? Mm. And if like if you, I'm I mean, I guess to... if you're sitting in, you know, is like triage, or if you're a nurse, yeah. I'm and you're sitting at the front desk and you see somebody with a dog. I guess you got to turn them away, right? I try to sweet talk the nurses. And I'd be like, so, uh, hey, what do you, would you do something for me or what? Hmm? You want to bring, you want to bring <laughs> oh this in? Oh my God, Crash is what? pulling money out of his wallet. Well, that's what I'd pay the nurse, yeah. right? <laughs> I'd make sure I have my wallet on me at all times. And if I get a little thirsty and I need some booze, I'd yep. just slide that out. Do you think the nurse would get me booze? Um... No, I don't think the nurse would go and get you booze. Not even for a brown bill? No. Oh. No. I want to know from you guys then, what have you tried to sneak in? Has it been uh, an animal? Has anybody snuck booze in? Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're a nurse, do you, do you bust them? Call, call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. This is fun. Uh, nurses are texting in and being like, guys, you don't have to sneak anything in. <laughs> I know. We all feel the need to sneak stuff into the yeah. hospital. Because if it's not hospital food, it's, in our mind, banned. Yeah. Uh, this text here says, hey, guys, I had a spinal cord injury about 26 years ago when the new West Wing of the Glen Rose was built. They had all their openings and visits from various governments and public groups. We had a nurse that brought us booze. My roomie and I, 16 years old. Oh, wow. <laughs> Generally, all nurses, housekeeping, and security would turn a blind eye to to pot as long as we didn't smoke it indoors. Really? So if you went out for your You'd your go smoke, toke, toke up out back? They yeah. do have smoking right, sections, they, right? Well, and back then, they would have had smoking rooms in the hospital. Oh, back then, right, of yeah. course, because it was a long time ago. They See, said as long as it, they didn't smoke it indoors, you could go outside and... And they would just not care. Take a rip on a J and you were good to They're go. They're like, hey, if you're, if you're all relaxed when you come back, yeah, whatever. that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, Warren's on floor sure. here. How you doing today, Warren? Doing good. How are you? Good. 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 All right. So uh, what did you do in a hospital? So a friend of mine, he was in the hospital for quite a period of time, almost a week, I think. Yeah. And he was quite depressed. They're doing a bunch of tests on him to figure out why his legs were swung. They couldn't figure it out. Oh, no. So he was down and out. And uh, at the time, he was doing amateur comedy. Okay. So we snuck him out past curfew to go see an amateur comedy show. Oh, you wow. Snuck, you snuck the patient out of the hospital. We put a disguise on him with a fake mustache and a nose. And we were kind of having fun with it. <laughs> yeah. They, they kind of knew what was going on. Oh, like, yeah. We were supposed to be back on time. Yeah. So in the end of the night, well, we went to the comedy show, first of all, and he had an IV in his arm, but he didn't take it out properly, and there was, like, blood squirting out. Oh, my God. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so then we wrap up the night. I drop him back off at the Royal Alec Hospital. Yeah. And when I get home, I had a missed call on my home phone. I was his emergency contact, so. Oh, no. Oh, so they were calling you, yeah. So looking for him. But when, it was a fun night. Oh, we absolutely. Video, so. When you brought him back, did you sneak him back in, or you just ditched him at the door? I dropped him off at emergency and just like, <laughs> <laughs> Peel out. <laughs> Hope you had a great night. <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now, now radio. Alrighty, we're talking about uh, what have you snuck into a hospital or if you've been hospitalized, what did people sneak in for you? I want to read you the sex here. So say, guys, my husband was in hospital for three months with a heart condition mm-hmm. and I snuck in food all the time. Steak, baked potatoes, veggies. I would even bring in some of the fake candles. So not the ones that you like, but the ones. Yeah. Uh, And I would dress to the nines in a little black dress. Damn. I said to the nurses that they could continue to monitor his heart from their computers outside. (laughs) But if they would give us just an hour, we'd be fine with that. (laughs) 
big. No, he's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> I told them. I told the nurses there that if they let us do that, uh, they would find a much more pleasant man after I left. What? Would you ever say that? Like, would you ever have the kahunas to say that? Listen, I'm going to pull this curtain closed. You're going to give me one hour. If the curtains are rocking, don't come knocking. He'll be much nicer to you after I leave. Oh, no, no, no. They all thanked me for several days, including my husband. <laughs> Damn. 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 I like it. Um, Mars, I said I would bring you cats in the hospital. If yes. I was staying in the hospital for like a month or two, yep. are you going to bring me anything? Uh, yeah, I would bring you in a cat for sure. You just bring me a cat? Yeah, I bring you a cat. Uh, what a else cat. do you like? You don't want to see the cats well, before you die? Well, see, why am I dying now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just in the hospital for a couple months. I'm not dying. Jeez. Uh, here, let's go to uh, JC. Uh, you're a nurse, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you see people sneaking stuff in all the time or what? They do. And it's funny because most things that people sneak in, if they just ask for permission, it wouldn't be an issue. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, and my my best example is I had this palliative guy, and he stopped eating. And yeah. he was cranky and irritable and just awful to deal with. Yeah. And I went in one day, and I'm like, why aren't you eating? I know you're hungry. You've got to eat. Yeah. He said, why would I eat dinner? I have a beer with my dinner every night, and you guys won't let me have a beer. Yeah. So I convinced the doctor to write an order that this gentleman could have a beer every night. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. And guess what? He started eating, and it's as simple as asking the question, and you'll pretty much always get what you want. Oh, I would never I would never even think to ask for a beer, though. Well, now that I, I would know. think that you'd be like, no. Yep. If right? I'm ever in the hospital, I'd be like, ladies, I have a glass of red wine every night. With <laughs> <laughs> that's the key. When you're in yeah. the hospital, if you do have a glass of red wine or a drink or a scotch, whatever, every night, yeah. Yeah. you should always tell them. Always. And that, like, that's your routine and this, this I want to get back on my routine kind of thing. Not even just the routine, but there's always signs of withdrawal that come through because even from one glass, you can get withdrawal. Oh, I guess Interesting, so, yeah. Interesting, yeah. Huh. They should always know. And animals always, most hospitals will always let you bring animals in. Yeah. Oh, you don't have to always. smuggle them like a baby? No. No. As long <laughs> as it's probably in a carrier or, or whatever, if it's, it's well-behaved, yeah. yeah. Usually, as long as they're well behaved and have had their vet visits in the last year and they're yeah. shocked, yeah. they're good to go. Oh, yeah, it's hilarious that we feel the need to smuggle all that stuff in. Well, because you think everyone's in lockdown, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 It's a hospital, it has to be sterile, but you know, we are people and it's a hospital and people, you know. Yeah, people need, need things. <laughs> there you go. Okay, thanks so much for sharing that. Have a good one. You too. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. I know, hey, you think it's like lockdown central, but... And people are saying no. I wonder, though, if there would be the few nurses that would be like, no, there's unacceptable. A, there's a few that are saying that on the alcohol, it'd be a no. No, they, would, they wouldn't let it go. But then this one here says, guys, I'm a nurse, I sneak in alcohol... Or no, and people, <laughs> not the I nurse. I sell alcohol on the side. <laughs> she doesn't sneak in the alcohol. I read that wrong. Yeah. She says, I'm a nurse, and people will sneak in alcohol all the time. Yeah. 12 hours later, I'm like, how are you more drunk now than you were when you came in? Oh, because they drink Oh, for- because they smuggled it in. That's when yeah. you discovered that That's they when you discovered booze. it, yeah. yeah. She says, another time, the curtains were closed, and she could hear a beer crack open. <laughs> yes. And she said, I went over, peeked into the curtain, and there was a patient there sitting in bed, drinking a beer that his buddies left for him. You just... Obviously, you just kind of leave it, right? You don't want to take. She says you don't she take their it. beer away. Yeah, could be their last beer. It could be. Right? It could be their you last don't want to take someone's last beer nope. away. Uh, Tim's on uh, sure. five here. You smuggle something into a hospital or what? 
Yeah, uh, I had my appendix out, and I hadn't eaten from about 3 or 4 or 5 in the morning. Yeah. Um, and I had my uh, surgery about 8 o'clock. I woke up around 10 or whatever. Yeah. And uh, the nurse was like, oh, is there anything get you? I'm like, I'm starving. I haven't eaten all day. I don't think I've ever gone that long without eating. Yeah. And uh, he, he, I was like, is there anything, anything at all you can bring me? And he looks at me and gives me a nod, and he goes, I got you. I'm like, all right. <laughs> um, and he comes back later with, Toast and butter, yeah. and about five packs of Arrow cookies, Jello. And he starts pulling out of his pants. <laughs> <laughs> so you just raided the like, little snack yeah. whenever you want to. I was like, okay, thank you. Oh, that's nice. That's cool. yeah. Yeah, that you're is, just uh, laying there, and your stomach's like. Rah, 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 rah. Yeah, no, I, it was like a drug dealer, like looking around, like there was cameras at the airport. <laughs> yeah. Call Crash and Mars four eight nine four six six nine. Join the conversation now. Radio. All right. There's a few things that are going on. First of all, uh, it was a Father's Day weekend, so hopefully everybody had an enjoyable weekend. If you're a dad or with your dad or grandpa. I played with the cats. Crash played with the cats. He did. Yeah, I ran around the backyard with a, uh, what do you call that thing? Oh, like a feather teaser. A feather teaser, yeah. Yeah, looking bored as hell. Getting my gal running in the backyard. (laughs) (laughs) That is what Crash did indeed. I saw our boss. Made uh, his daughter cast mow, mow the, the lawn. Yeah, then he filmed it and put it on social media, like all good dads do. Uh, well, people living near 119th Avenue and 54th Street woke up to a colorful supply surprise on Sunday morning, Father's Day. A hot air balloon landed in the middle oh, of the neighborhood. Yeah, I saw that. A bystander called the fire department when they noticed that the balloon was descending fairly quickly. Shortly before 8 a.m., fire rescue services said when firefighters arrived on scene, everyone in the balloon was out and a okay. Hmm. Uh, it didn't mean to land there. Well, I would imagine so. That's not a landing spot. No, that is not a landing spot. But it uh, it does look pretty neat, though. Did you look at the pictures? I know. It pokes above all the tree lines. You see this giant balloon. Yeah. Firefighters were going door to door, too. And uh, one lady, I was reading her interview. I've got it like, here. Oh, do you have it? Yeah. Uh, is that Jara Lee? Uh, it could be. She says, quote, I woke up to a funny sound of the air yes. pressure. Yeah, that one. And I thought to myself, I think I'm dreaming about air balloons. <laughs> <laughs> Firefighters like, ma'am, ma'am. <laughs> Look out your window. There's a hot air balloon in your backyard. And she went on to say, I heard it a couple more times and the doorbell rang and it was two firemen saying, I'm not sure if you know what's going on, but there's a hot air balloon in your backyard. <laughs> That's cool. Eight firefighters stayed in the intersection for a while to help deflate the balloon. And there's some pictures of it online that are pretty cool. I feel like we have a lot of hot air balloon stories as of late. Uh, like as in they're landing? Yeah, they're landing in odd locations. They're hitting things, like hitting trees and stuff. <laughs> what is that? Yeah, I don't know. Well, someone here just texted and said, uh, uh, I feel like I'm hearing a lot of Tom Brady jokes with their no air pressure. Deflate gate 2017. Deflate gate, yeah. Yeah, I put a picture up in the app for you if you guys want to have a look. Yeah, there's a good shot of it laying down in the street. And oh, you can let me see, see if I can get that shot. You literally see it just poking out above the treetops. It looks like a, oh, that's kind of cool. Like a big top circus just in the middle of a neighborhood. I mean, thank goodness no one was injured. Obviously, right? Do they say why they had to land there? Oh, I'm just looking like here. Like it's still inflated. Like what's the uh, what was the problem? Well, apparently, hot air balloons don't have set landing zones. What? And where, <laughs> wherever the wind blows them, that's where they got to land. I guess it is a balloon, but I thought you can kind of control it a bit. Yeah, the pilot said it was a normal flight. (laughs) What? Okay, it was a (laughs) normal. It was a normal flight, routine landing, 
air, hot air balloons in this city can land wherever they want. Mm-hmm. And so they chose that, that backyard. No. The pilot chose to land. The spot was a safe place, free of obstacles or power lines. So it made perfect sense to put the balloon down there. It's like your kid's play school plastic structure. The thing comes down. <laughs> <laughs> the kids are standing. <laughs> They're like. <laughs> and it just slowly crushes their play structure. <laughs> it's okay, kids. Kids. <laughs> kids. Kids, get out of the play structure. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah. I had no idea they can really they land anywhere. They just land wherever. They They said that's where the wind took them, and that's where... I don't know if that's true. The company that owns the balloon, Sundance Balloon, said, quote, the landing was absolutely routine. Just mm. put it down. Well, put put down one in my backyard. That's sweet. Nah, I, don't, I don't want a hot air balloon back there. Then you're going to be upset. It crushes your gardens. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't don't land on my vegetable garden. I've been working really hard on that. We'll probably have the cats on a leash in the backyard. Yeah. They'll be too stunned, get squished by the basket. Apparently, the pilot of the balloon also said that the firefighters were unnecessary. He's like, I got this. <laughs> Your balloon is laying down in a neighborhood. <laughs> don't worry about it. How do you got this? Don't worry about it. <laughs> so did everybody just pile out of the balloon then and then leave that person's backyard? I guess. In a Beverly neighborhood? And then how do you get home? Unclick the gate and... Call an Uber. Call an Uber. Yeah, just book an Uber <laughs> and, and they show up. Done. Huh. You're like, that was a fantastic morning flight. <laughs> this one here says, Mommy, there's a giant bouncy tent in the backyard. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so big, like it would f- go flat against the side of your house. So if you're laying in bed, you're like, Ugh. yeah, and you look out your window and it's all like a tarp against your window. Well, I would think that like I had that the world was on fire, right? If you see like an orange or a red or oh, a yellow. I, I think they're fumigating the wrong house. Everyone says it sounds like that pilot doesn't want to admit that things went awry. I think so, yeah. Because nobody lands in the middle of a city. Sarah says, I remember when I was in elementary school, someone landed a big balloon in the field right outside of our school windows. We all ran out to look. (laughs) See, that's a perfect spot, But that's a field. Yeah, Yeah. that's a field. Like, why couldn't they find a park in town? Why you literally wedged in someone's backyard? He said he went where the wind took him. Well, I'm sure you can control... Was it in the backyard or was it in the... Oh, no, that one's in the... I think it was in a backyard. Or was it on the street? I think the basket ended up in a backyard and And the the balloon on the street. The balloon, yeah, draped into the street. So, did the pilot just figure then that he was just going to clean it up himself? I guess. Why wouldn't they just, like, add more more heat or whatever it is? No. No crash. Go high up again and let the wind take you to a park. No, he said that's where he wanted to land it, so that's what happened. Oh, the rumors are coming in now. Oh, what are the rumors now, family? This one, 56789. Hey, guys, I heard they ran out of fuel. <gasps> rumors. Yep. I Another like one rumors. here says, my mother lives right near there. Yep. There's a park about three or four, four blocks down. Why he chose the neighborhood, who knows? Oh, yeah. It's called Newton. Google it. Another one, probably out of fuel. Mm. The rumors. Okay, so I'm going to guess he ran out of fuel because he would have landed in that park if he was actually directing it, right? Yeah. Here's the other one. It says, when I was a kid, a hot air balloon landed in the street right in front of our house. They said it was because of a quick change in pressure in the sky. They had to make a quick landing, and it was the closest intersection without power lines. Hmm. They always have a vehicle following the hot air balloon, so when people get out of the basket, they have a ride back. Oh, like the van with the trailer? So you don't have to Uber. Pack it up, yeah. Um, this one, I was on the same balloon. We do let the wind go from Jose. Was Jose? Jose. Are you, like, flying the balloon, or you just went on the balloon? Hmm. Hmm. 
this one. No, that's not a true text. <laughs> I like this. Okay. Hot air balloon secrets. Yeah, hot air balloon secrets. And okay. confessions. It says, if the pilot has to go number two, do they just hang the cheeks over the basket? No, because the basket will tip. I don't know. If ever you just say, uh, uh, look over there, look at the sunrise. Yeah. And then you're like, you probably have a little window in the basket. You put your butt cheeks against it. No, you it, don't. You're like, Go number two before you get on a hot air balloon. <laughs> Tips from Mars. Uh, another one. I heard a, bl- a bird flew through the balloon. Oh, weird. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, everybody's A-OK. They cleaned up the balloon. Life went on. So <laughs> there you go. All right. For those of you who are um, women and who are pregnant, and maybe it wasn't a unintended pregnancy, but a loved pregnancy, oh. you are not alone. According to a new study, 61% of Canadian women say that they have had an unintended pregnancy, but a loved one. Damn. 61%. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean an unwanted pregnancy. It just means an unintended or, quote, as the ladies say, not well-timed. Yeah. But still there. 61% of ladies. That's really high. Yeah. 3,200 Canadian women uh, were surveyed for this, and they were asked a ton of questions about trends and attitudes about contraception and birth control. And uh, of that was that, uh, yeah, 61% of women. Out of the 61%, were they on all that or they stopped? Like any um, sort of protection. Uh, it doesn't say if they were on any sort of uh, birth control at the time. Was it just like, oh, whatever, we're just going to have fun. And then all of a sudden, hey, guess what? Yeah. We got a surprise bundle of joy coming. Uh, this is kind of crazy. And this, is, uh, this, was, this one surprised me a little bit. One of the favored forms of birth control for Canadian women coming in third place. And this one doesn't work, ladies. This is why it's at 61%. Oh, what is it? Is the withdrawal. Withdraw- oh, yeah. Like you, you mix your Slurpee for a bit and then you pull the yeah, straw. Yeah, and then you pull the straw. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you sp- yeah you spin up your Slurpee. Yeah, and then you pull, then you pull straw the straw quickly. That's third for what women are doing for birth control. Why? Why would you think that would be be right? Condoms coming in. At, I don't know. Condoms coming in at number one. Birth control coming in at number two. Mm. And then stirring your Slurpee and pulling your straw out coming in at number three. Well, at least uh, it couldn't. It, it can't happen on the first time. Didn't come in. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's that was a thing a bit ago. Uh, doctors say that the Slurpee, um, the Slurpee stirring. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, pulling out your straw. Uh, they say it is quote. A form of birth control that's terrible, but it is better than nothing. <laughs> that's right. That's right in the article on the journal. So. I, guess, I guess it is, but by doing that, there's probably still a like seventy thirty chance that something could yeah, happen. Yeah, I don't right? know. That's well. That's why I guess sixty one percent of unintended pregnancies because in Canada, guys, when you're pulling the straw out, yeah. there's still Slurpee falling yeah, out of the straw. Yeah, there's There's Slurpee there, right? Because if you pull your straw, there's still Slurpee dripping out of the straw. We used to do that all the time. We used to. Plug the top end of the straw. Oh, and then and, just drop and it. And then right, drain it. Oh, so good. Just drain it right in your throat. Because we're back in my Slurpee days. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No. I'm off the Slurpee, right? Because uh, I'm, you too know. Sugary. Too sugary. Too much sugar. sugar you know, yeah. now that you're a little older, you got to watch your sugar intake, you know. <laughs> Anyone else do that? And like, let's be honest, it's a lot of work. It is a lot it's of work. <laughs> and I'm just too lazy for yeah. that now. So she's uh. just off 7-Eleven in general. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Cal- so 
can't handle the nacho cheese. No, I can't. That's right. Well, if you did have an unintended pregnancy, uh, but a very much loved one, of course, I've got a list of, or maybe you're expecting a baby right now. I've got a list of the most popular names for babies born in Alberta uh, for the seventh year in a row mm. for baby boys. Liam is the most popular name. Why seven years now? Uh, for seven years, Liam is number one in Alberta. Is that just an ageless name? Could be. There's yep. It's really be, popular. People love it. You wouldn't want to name your baby Liam because there would be too many. All, all Liams. Yeah. Uh, the number one name for baby girls. Also, for its fourth year in a row, for four years now, this name is number one in Alberta. Olivia has topped the list for girls. Mm. Uh, there were 292 Olivias born in the province. Uh, since their list last year, and 277 Liams born in Alberta as well. Um, text in uh, some baby names for boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we need a boy name. Yeah. Well, we, well not we, for Mars. No, not for me. No, I don't need a boy name. But uh, <laughs> That's why she doesn't use the Slurpee Straw anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we know someone who needs a boy name, so... Yeah. But I've got a list here of the top uh, boys and girls' names in Alberta. Uh, I'll do the top. Well, let's go through the top ten. For boys, Owen, Lincoln, Jack. Lincoln? Yeah. Ethan, William, Noah, Oliver, Lucas, Benjamin, and Liam. Hmm. Those are the top boys' names in the province. Everybody's naming their boys that. Lucas, Benjamin, and Liam. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, for the top three. For girls, the top ten. Uh, number 10, Aria, like the casino in oh. Vegas. It's a great casino. Fantastic smelling casino. Yep. <laughs> Chloe, Abigail, Amelia, Charlotte, Emily, Ava, Sophia, Emma, and number one, Olivia. Mm. So those are the top names for girls. Uh, there's a good, uh, if you're having a baby, yep. you need some baby names, uh, open our app right there now. There you go, have there's a, a look. There's a whole slew of names coming in. Uh, I like this one, too. Uh, this one says, my handsome nephew is Riker. I don't mind Riker. 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 Riker was a... Uh, Sounds powerful. Toy. What do you mean a toy? Um, my brothers played with a toy, and it was Riker. Like the, the name it of was, I think, yeah, I'd have to look into it. Was it like a character on TV? Might have been, yeah. Uh, good morning, boy's name, Cannon. Oh, it was a dude on Star Trek Next Generation, too. Oh, was it? Riker. Yeah, I don't mind that one. He's a hottie, so go for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, name my little guy, Nathan. Kristen in Fort Sask. Nathan's cute, yeah. Yeah, twenty our 2015 boy is named Russell. Russell, okay. We get constant compliments on it. Oh, nice. From Miss Mama in St. Albert. Beauty. Uh, some Jacob, Logan, um, Brody. Okay. Asher. I saw Cooter come in, too. What name? Cooter. No. Why? No? No. Do Why? you know? Because that's slang. No, but it's, it's still a name. No, right? it's not. That's Don't name your don't name your baby Cooter. <laughs> Why not? Who would want a baby Cooter? Nobody want... Who te- that's got to be... It's got to be Cooper. They meant it to be Cooper. I don't think so. And it corrected to... My nephew is Cooper. Yeah, I know. It's not Cooter. I'm, I'm, here, let me verify this one. Let me type this in. Who sent in? Who sent that in? Uh, Don't name your baby boy that. Or girl. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Let me get a, is there name a name on, on it? this. I'm not getting a name on this. <laughs> this text here says, look at all these horrible names. Another <laughs> <What? laughs> <laughs> one here says, um, guys, a hard no on Cooter. Yeah. yeah. Nobody wants Cooter? No, nobody wants that. Uh, no it's got to be Cooper one. in it. Here, well, 
If you texted in Cooter, did you mean Cooper? They meant Cooper. There's no way. I don't think so. Nobody would. We've gone through some horrible names and some horrible spellings of names on this show, but we've never... This one here says, Cooper is adorable. Cooter is the guy from Dukes of Hazard or something else. I was just going to say, I, yeah. I feel... Oh, there's a Cooter in True Blood, too. <laughs> this one here says, quote, Who wants a baby Cooter? Crash 2017. <laughs> right. right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about Vaden? Vaden? Vaden. That one's interesting. Not on my list. So V-A-D-E-N. It won't be a uh, popular boy's name here in Alberta. Brunel? Brunel? No. Jackson? Good old Jackson. Oh, people are really freaking out over the Cooter. Right? Yeah, but it's a name. Maybe Cooter will come back. Right? No, it won't ever come back. No, I think Cooter is going to be really popular I think it's the, in the worst next thing I've ever heard. My son is Casimir. Okay. Casimir? Casimir. Could be Casimir. Casimir. Yeah. Mm. My son's name is Cypress. Cypress. Like yeah. Cypress Hills. Um, Jump around. Exactly. Uh, this one. Cooter. Name. Oh. <laughs> no. No. Not, not family. There, Get yeah. off that name. We're not. No. What about Kellen? Kellen? Uh, yeah, Kellen's. Uh, that one's coming a few times, yeah. actually. Well, if you need names, uh, check out the app. There are tons in there. Yes. I should, su- I should uh, suggest Cooter to... Uh, no. Who's having the baby there? No, I don't think that that will go over very well. Why? I mean, it's just not a good name. Devin could have baby Cooter. No, she's not. <laughs> Crash is the worst at, at suggesting names. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not going to be Cooter. Nah. All right, I've got a list here for those of you who are Disney fans. About the top times that Disney ruined your childhood or ripped your heart out. Now, when you probably think of Disney movies, you think about Disney movies for kids. But you don't think about how upsetting a lot of Disney films are. Mm -hmm. So I've got the top scenes from Disney films that have ruined your life. Oh, guaranteed, like Bambi's in there, right? Oh, yeah, Bambi's in there. Uh, Number one, when Simba tried to wake up Mufasa after he had been trampled by wildebeests. Yeah. That was horrible. Mm. That was a horrible scene. Did you cry on that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Would you cry as an adult watching that? Yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. Uh, My senior cat, she's 16 years old, fell asleep in a sunbeam yesterday and I cried. (laughs) I don't know what the hell's wrong with me, but I found that very upsetting. Yeah, Mars really actually was bawling. That's like, stupid kid. (laughs) She's such a... She had a pillow. She yeah. laid on the on the pillow in the sunshine. She's so old. She's no cat. Look at her in the sunshine. Like she's just having a great time. There's no need to cry. You're not, well, you know what's terrible? I thought to myself, I'm like, if she could let go right now, that would be it. <laughs> well, no, because she's so old, right? And I just thought, if you know, that what a nice way to to to, to, to end it all, to you know, leave us. to leave us, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I was upset yesterday. <laughs> all right, number two, the scene where Triton enters Ariel's grotto and smashes up all of her things. You, did you see Little Mermaid? Uh, I did, but I don't remember that. Okay, uh, when Belle cries over the beast. Sure, the beast makes a recovery, but sh- sure enough, she weeps over him for quite mm-hmm. some time. Uh, when Anna tries to talk to Elsa through uh, after their parents' death, but can't get through to her. Mm. Apparently, everybody was bawling. Yeah, bawling so, in the theater. Someone's saying uh, apparently Walt Disney had uh, abandonment parent issues. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <laughs> That's why he included all of this. Uh, for those of you who remember the fox and the hound. The heroic moment when Copper defends his best friend Todd the fox from his master. He pulls a shotgun on the fox, Jeez. and the dog steps in front. I, I, I'm I they're just, horrible. I must have just blocked all this out. Yeah, or I'm just a cold-hearted snake. When uh, for those of you who are fans of Tarzan, when Tarzan's parents are killed, 
They literally just survived a shipwreck only to get mauled to death by a leopard. Oh, what a terrible way to go Apparently down. it all happens in the first 10 minutes of the movie. Jeez. Once again, I must have blocked it out. Uh, in Robin Hood. Do you remember Robin Hood, the cartoon? Mm-hmm. Well, they had the three blind mice. And the mice are blind and everything gets taken away from them in Robin Hood. Oh. And they're left to die in the rain. Do they die? They die. Oh. Do you remember the movie Dumbo? Mm-hmm. When Dumbo's mom sings from her cage and sticks her trunk out and hugs baby Dumbo and Dumbo's bawling because mama's being taken away in a cage. Oh. And then their, like, trunks, like, separate. Yeah. Gone. And they're gone. Mom's gone. Once again, I blocked it out. <laughs> <laughs> I blocked, you blocked out all, all this sadness. Out. <laughs> you blocked it all out. Yeah. Uh, you might remember, is it Lilo and Stitch? When Stitch decides to leave home and Lilo says that she never forgets that everyone leaves, mm. she says, quote, you can leave if you want. I'll remember you. I remember everyone that leaves. Oh, jeez. It's like your quote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's your my, life, dude. My life quote. <laughs> <laughs> That's your life quote. Jeez. It's horrible. <laughs> it is absolutely horrible. And, of course, the last one here, the death of Bambi's mom destroyed everyone's life forever. That one's the number one? No, yeah, yeah. That one's not at the top. Mm-hmm. I remember that being a child and was I, I, I had so many questions. Maybe it didn't affect me because uh, everyone was hunting around me. So I just thought, whatever. Move on with the movie. Why are we dwelling on this? <laughs> oh, my God. What? My brother just killed Bambi's mom. <laughs> I got Bambi slung up in the garage there. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy, can I drain the blood in this one? <laughs> Maybe you're right. <laughs> Dad brought home one with spots on it. <laughs> I guess. And, I, <laughs> and the rest of us have just evoked compassion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess I'm missing that. <laughs> All righty. In sports, uh, Michael Phelps has made an announcement. He's going to do something interesting for Shark Week. Apparently because Michael Phelps has some superhuman swimming abilities, he says that he is about to face the match of his life for Shark Week. Michael Phelps will race a great white shark. Damn. The race will be part of the Discovery Channel Shark Week next month. Uh, apparently they say, quote, they are the fastest and most efficient predators on the planet, sharks. And Michael Phelps is our greatest champion to ever get in the water. How is it going to happen? Does I don't Michael know how Phelps it's going to... jump into the ocean and then they launch a shark after him? And they're like, good luck, buddy. Well, I hope. That would be awesome. <laughs> um, but I'm going to guess that's not what it's going to be. Because how do you so, get a shark to race in a track? Well, because how do you get a shark to know that he's supposed to swim fast? Right? Do they... Like, the shark isn't going to care. Would it be like a horse race track where they have like that fake rabbit zipping around the side of the track? Like they stand, like they drop, they chum the water but at they, the end of the pool? Yeah. Or they like drop chum in front of the shark and like go on a jet ski with it dragging behind. And, and see how fast the shark can go. And then for Michael Phelps, they he have just, someone holding a bag of weed on a sea dew. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> and then he chases that. <laughs> it's the fastest he's ever swam. <laughs> He's breaking records, everyone. <laughs> Going after the green. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Mm-hmm. They're not going to have it. Like, it's not going to be like lane swimming side by side. That w- that I would watch. Are they just going to record speeds? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. It's called Phelps versus Shark, Great Gold versus Great White. Mm. It will air on Sunday, July the 23rd, if you want to watch that. Who do you think is going to win, the shark or Phelps? <sighs> I'm going to go uh, shark. Oh, the shark's going to yeah. win. But they, 100%. What, what was uh, Phelps called? The Human Dolphin? The Human Dolphin, yeah. Yeah. Can a uh, dolphin out swim a shark? I don't know. 
So there Questions you go. Questions for Google. If you want to check that out. Uh, already, it is going to be a nice day today. We are going to see lots of sunshine, uh, not a lot of wind either. And it's not going to be overly hot. 21 degrees for the high today, which is nice. It is 826. We're sitting at 11 degrees on this Monday morning. Good morning. So last week, we talked about a story uh, of a survey of people said whether or not they would want to divorce their in-laws, but keep their spouse. Mm -hmm. And um, the majority of the now family did say that they would like to divorce their in-laws and then gave reasons as to why their in-laws were crazy. Terrible reasons. Now, one of the themes that came through on those texts, because I went through them all, was that uh, there are many in-laws, and I don't know if it's uh, because they're seniors or if it's just because that who is who they are, mm. that one of the reasons why people would like to divorce their in-laws is because they're all caught up in a whole ton of conspiracy theories. Oh, yeah. And that was a theme that a lot of people texted in and said they were just done. They were tired of listening to the conspiracy theories. Because you have to, uh, you have to defend like anything that you think is real, and your parents would be like, no, actually, yeah. the government has the gov- changed it. <laughs> right? And you're like, what? What are you talking about? (laughs) So coincidentally, uh, I found this yesterday. It's a story about conspiracy theories. Mm -hmm. And what are some of the most widely believed conspiracy theories? Mm -hmm. Do you have one that you believe that you're willing to admit? Or or maybe one that makes you go, "Uh, maybe. Uh, Give me a sec on that one. Like, do you believe in like the Illuminati? No. No. You don't think that that's a thing? No, I, I, I really would have to see things to believe it. Okay. Like, I am probably the biggest person that's like, no. You question everything? No, no. Yeah, as soon as people bring stuff up, I'm like, no. And then I go right to the internet. I'm like, the internet wouldn't lie to me. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, the internet's against us. <laughs> <laughs> well, here are the top conspiracy theories that people wholeheartedly and widely believe. Mm-hmm. Like, they think that, yep, it's a conspiracy. There might be no truth to it, but I believe it. Yeah. So this is what I'm going to believe. Number 10, 9-11 is being covered up, the truth about it. Mm. Yeah. What they told you happened didn't really happen. I know a lot of people would uh, bite into that one, right? Yes. Uh, number nine, Marilyn Monroe was murdered, mm. and she was murdered by the Kennedys. No. You, you think she... She died. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just like Elvis, he's not living. I'm sure that's on your list. Uh, Yes, that's the next one. Elvis is alive and well. Yeah. It would be hilarious if he was alive and well. It would be, right? Right? And he just kind of checked out. Same with, like, Michael Jackson, if he just checked out. Well, remember there was, was oh yeah, Michael Jackson too. There was those rumors about Richard Simmons being dead. Oh, yeah, right, right. And then he yeah. came out, and he's like, I'm not dead. I'm just done being famous. Yeah, he's like, Please leave me alone. Stop talking about me and to me. Yeah. Mm. And there was a big conspiracy around that as well, that he was very ill or that he was dying. Yeah. He's like, I'm just done. Yeah, he, I don't want to do it anymore. He's entertained his entire life. He's yeah. done. He doesn't want to talk. <laughs> he doesn't want to do it. Uh, next one here. The government is destroying the middle class. Mm. Next one. We're being exposed to subliminal messaging. Mm-hmm. And like, it's working. Would people really go over the top with that? Yeah, I think people really believe it. 
Uh, next one. Governments are covering up the existence of aliens and that they have visited planet Earth. As soon as you throw in government, you're like, oh no, we're going down a slippery slope here. You can't do that around my moment. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk government at all. Let's just keep it light. <laughs> hey, who needs a top up on the wine? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. There's one word we don't mention in my house, and that's Trump. Yeah. Just let it, Trump and government, we just let it go. Uh, number four, a big business is playing the world as if it was a monopoly game. Mm-hmm. Number three, the pharmaceutical industry is keeping us all sick to make more profit. Mm-hmm. Number two, elections are rigged. So it doesn't matter what you vote. They already know who's going to win. Still going to be rigged. Yeah. And number one, the truth about JFK's assassination was covered up. Mm. That's the number one conspiracy theory that people believe. Politics, obviously, a huge one, right? Politics, government. Yes, of course. I want to know from you guys, uh, maybe you believe it, or someone in your life, whether it's your in-law, maybe it's your mom and dad, maybe uh, maybe it's your boss. What conspiracy theory does someone in your life wholeheartedly believe. And did someone share one with you and you're just like, what? What are you talking (laughs) about? Is there a crazy, crazy conspiracy theory that someone shared with you and it just made you blink your eyes? And you're just like, I'm going to walk away from this one. (laughs) Exactly. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. I mean, we're talking about conspiracy theories and who in your life believes a conspiracy and what conspiracy theory do they believe? Uh, people are now suggesting uh, conspiracy theories you should believe, Crash. Because I really don't believe in any of yeah. them. Uh, this one here says, here you go, Crash, buddy. Yeah. You can believe that the world is flat. Your dad ran away and he actually fell off the edge of the earth. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very good point. That's the one that you can believe. Uh-huh. Flat earthers are coming in. There's a lot of flat earthers. Well, here, I got uh, Alex on okay. three. How you doing, Alex? Hey. Good, good. We're talking about, uh, uh, Mars just mentioned flat Earth. You have a buddy that believes flat Earth? Dead set. The, the Earth is flat. No. Like, no there, there's pictures and there's like satellites and stuff. He's like, nope, those are like, those all can be fake CGI. No, no, no. You've seen Avatar. They can make anything look real. Avatar? <laughs> Compares it to Avatar. <laughs> okay, so just FYI, conspiracy theorists usually don't have all the marbles. Yeah. So they think Avatar would be like the most realistic looking thing, maybe? Right, that's, yeah, it's a movie. Mm. It's a Hollywood production. If the Earth was flat, someone would have fallen off by now. Okay, but now, but how do you know it's a Hollywood production? Oh, no. Oh, no, they would your a- buddy would say that? How, prove it's not right. That's what he always says. Prove it. And I'm like, okay, look at the pictures. He's like, no, I, I, fake. Prove it. <laughs> oh, no, no, Will no, you no. Prove it? no. Yeah, you, you like, proved that it's real. He look, you, look at the look at the land. You can see it's flat. What? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. I, I wouldn't, it sounds like your your buddy there is just like anything you say he challenges. I wouldn't be able to hang out with someone no, like that. No, I wouldn't either. It is, it, it's a challenge, but yet it puts so much fun. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Because you just keep throwing back stuff. I wouldn't have the patience, though. I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. You Has know? your buddy ever traveled? Uh, he's traveled, but he doesn't, he doesn't think that it matters. Like, oh. you can fly, you can fly. They, their biggest thing, I also believe, is that you can't fly over the South Pole or the North Pole. Oh. There's because there's no actual pole. Oh, oh, it's restricted. That's what they say. Because it's flat. You should crash. You should really look into flat Earth. (laughs) I no, No. I don't want to. I've I've chatted with a few people about this. I just I just googled fly over South Pole, and people are like, 
No, you cannot Earth oh, is flat. Oh, there's like yeah. blog after yeah. blog about yeah. it. Oh, brutal. Okay, thanks for that, Alex. Good luck with your bud. Thanks. Okay, bye-bye. Yeah. Like, mm. you, can't, you can't believe that one at all, Could right? you hang out with a flat earther? No. Does anyone have a flat earther in their family? And did you disown them? Call <laughs> <laughs> Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023. Now. You have a pilot who's texting in uh, who's really angry at flat earthers. Oh, yeah. No. So yeah. he wants to say this, uh, 56789. He says, flat earthers are dead wrong. I'm a pilot, and at high altitudes, you can see the curvature of the earth. Mm-hmm. Also, my father is a pilot, and he has flown to the North Pole and was offered a contract to fly to the South Pole. And he went. You can fly to the poles. According to that person. <laughs> no, no, this guy is saying that that's all wrong. It's wrong, yeah. it's wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm not a flat earther, but he is, no. <laughs> the globe is round, come on. That's what that guy says. Yeah. So what would these people think about, uh, like, those old globes that we used to have in, like, classrooms, maybe... Yeah. On a table in your house to look fancy. Like the big round globes, right? Yeah, sure. You spin it. That's the earth. That's it. <laughs> because you could buy a globe, the earth is round. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Um, here, Della right at the, uh, right on uh, line two here. Sure. Do you have a conspiracy theorist in your life? Well, it's this ex-boss of my husband. He used to work with this guy, and it was his wife. We were sitting at a Christmas party, and she starts telling me how she believes. If people like the government's watching you through a television like when your tv's on the what? government can actually oh. see you when you're out and she was like 100 percent legit oh yeah oh no. yeah i'm looking at her going like she she can't be serious <laughs> and you can't say anything because it's a boss's wife what, what did you go along with it or did you just kind what? of excuse yeah. yourself i just kind of said well I, I guess they're watching a lot of body parts scratching yeah, oh, yeah try to crack a joke and she's like no it's not about the body mm. parts it's no, about no. what everyone's doing and they're hiding information mm. and and their keywords like they're looking for keywords <laughs> and i said well i'm i'm surprised they're not at my house because i'm constantly screaming i'm gonna kill you kid. <laughs> <laughs> well keywords in my house yeah, that's right <laughs> I'm mean, looking for the word kill because they should be at my house. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's goodness. a weird one. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for that, Della. Really strange. No yep. kidding. Okay, you have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Oh. <laughs> hey, your TV, heard, your TV's I've, not watching you. I've heard through, like, the, like, through laptops or through, like, if you've got a camera. Oh, yeah. Everyone started covering cameras and the yeah. microphone after uh, Zuckerberg did it. Because there was a picture of him at his, uh, at his desk at Facebook headquarters and he had his cameras yeah. like tape over them but the thing is okay there's a chance he's gonna get hacked there's not a chance like your mom is gonna get hacked. yeah like no one is ever going to look at what i'm doing on Nobody's my laptop gonna look at my laptop and no. turn the camera on because you're not gonna see much literally they'll be like this yeah right your eyes will be squinting I mean, there might be some chips in there probably yeah or I'm just passed out. Literally, if you, if you, um, I guess if you logged in and looked at my camera on my laptop, you would see the following. Me squinting, me eating, or a cat. Yeah. That's pretty boring. <laughs> it is. There's you're nothing not, You're not nothing taking down here. the government with that. No, you can move along. Exactly. Uh, Chad, how you doing, man? Good, good, good. My father-in-law, your entire top ten is my father-in-law. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Oh, boy. He is fat as crazy. He thinks that the government is building internment camps. To enslave the middle class, to work for the rich. Oh, boy. Oh, he is 
just off his right. He actually moved. They used to live in Las Vegas. Yeah. He uh, he worked for the U.S. Um, government, and this is why he thinks he knows everything. And he actually, they actually moved out into the middle of the desert and are planning on building like a bunker and everything. Oh, oh he's a no. survivor. One of those. Like a doomsday oh, or whatever. Doomsday right? guy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, he's absolutely just off his, everything you guys said, he believes all of it. <laughs> is he, is he like 80 or 90 years old or what? No, he's uh, 55, but here's the funny thing. Um, for whatever reason, I, I don't actually know why, they discovered the internet really late. Uh -oh. And I don't think he knows how to tell what's true and what's not true. Because uh, with the internet, whatever you yeah. want to find, you will find. Exactly. And he's like, well, I found this this whole yeah. article with hundreds of pages of all of this information. I'm like, yeah, but Jim, that's just the internet, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Text Crash and Mars 56789. Join the conversation. 1023 L Radio. All right. Uh, I this For this next story here, I have a, uh, I've got a story about celebrities and the, I mean, obviously if you're a celebrity, you probably have a lot of money. So you're able to do a little bit, you have more freedom with how you want to spend your money and what you're going to yeah. spend it on, right? Uh, well, there are a number of celebrities who have married the same person twice. So, in other words, you get married, you're in love, things fall apart, you get divorced. Yep. Then you realize that you can't not be with that person, mm -hmm. so you remarry them again. Oh, I'm just trying to think of any celebrity off the top of my head. I can't think of You'd it. Be, you're going to be surprised by, by the, the celebrities that re married people twice. Yeah. Uh, Eminem. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Marshall Mathers was yeah. first married to his wife, Kim, from 99 to 2001. The couple got remarried and re-divorced in 2006. Hmm. So they got married, divorced, yeah. married, divorced. Oh, weird. Yeah, remarried yeah. to somebody. Second time was not a charm. Uh, Barbara Walters. She was first married to her husband, Merv Alderson, mm -hmm. from 81 to 84, then realized that she wanted to marry him again in 86 to 92, then she divorced him again. She's like, yeah, no. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I tried this, and I'm yeah. just not going to do it. Mm. Uh, let's see, Melanie Griffith and Don Johnson. They were married for six months in 96. Uh, and I think they got, oh yeah, they got divorced again. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think he's with her now. No, he's not with no. her now, no. There's a whole bunch of them. Uh, Judge Judy. Oh, really? Yeah, apparently she was first married to her husband from 1977 to 1990. Yeah. They got divorced, and then a year later... They're like, nah, we love each other too much. Mm -hmm. They got married again. They're still together today. Oh, wow. That's, and that's spawned divorce court. Yeah. <laughs> or the people's court. The people's court. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I want to know if there's anyone listening or if you know of someone who's married the same person twice. I could see this happening if you married someone really young, had kids, and then divorced. And, and then, then got back together. Yeah, maybe there was like a five-year window or something. And then all of a sudden, yeah, you guys get back together and got married. I could, I could see it happening with younger relationships, like just for regular folk, non-celebrity. Yeah, I see, yeah, I see like, what you're saying. Because yeah. you're all Twitter-pated when you're really young, and you're like, this is what I want for life. And then you change as you get older, and you're like, yeah. no, I don't want this person. Then you go out looking for new people, you have new people, and you're like, they're not as good as the old person. Yeah, yeah you realize you're missing out on the old person, so you jump back on the old person. Uh, maybe did your mom and your dad get divorced and remarried? Yeah. Everyone's saying my dad. No, there was no rejoining of that. No, there's no rejoining of that. That's <laughs> that for sure. just gone. All right. Do you know of someone who has married the same person 
twice. Call Crash and Mars. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now, now radio. All right, we're wondering if you or if someone you know has married somebody twice. They got together. Got divorced, realized they couldn't be without each other, mm-hmm. so they got remarried again. Uh, we had a list of celebrities. Lots of people are saying uh, Elizabeth Taylor. She is also on that list as well. Mm. Marrying uh, Richard Burton. I think she married him twice. Mm. Uh, Elon Musk. He's He married twice the same person as well. You've never married, but you've come close. Yeah. Like a half a dozen fiancés. Yeah. Um, could you see yourself rekindling with any of those? No. Zero. Uh, None. Not a chance. Not a single chance. No. You didn't see anything. There's no regret to be like, oh, I let, nope. I let the good one get away. No, God, no. Oh. Nope. <laughs> so you're happy, you're happy you cut them all I loose. let them get away. That's not to say they're good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lori's on right sure. at the top here. How are you doing today, Lori? I'm doing great. Thanks. Excellent. All right. Do you know someone who uh, got married to the same person twice, essentially? You betcha. You bet. It's my husband's grandfather. They went and um, had seven children. Wow. Then they got divorced. Yeah. And they both married different people. And they had children um, at, in those marriages. Yeah. Then they divorced them. And they got remarried and had more children. Wow! How many kids are involved? You know, I just asked my husband, and he said he has no idea. (laughs) There's so many. No one knows. Everyone lost count. (laughs) You know, it is. It honestly is. It's interesting. We just had a family reunion a couple of years ago, and it's... It's awkward. It really is. Well, yeah, and just like so many random people showing up, and you're like, so what family are you from? Right? 100%. 100%. Oh, yeah. And they re- were they still together for like ever, or did they divorce yeah. again? No, nope, they stayed together. So they yeah. they married, yeah. divorced, and then remarried. You betcha. They and stayed together. And they had a whole bunch of kids in, in between all that. Yeah. Yeah, by the way, it sounds yeah, we're talking. And got married and had a whole bunch of kids again. Wow. Jeez. That's a lot of kids. I'm going to guess we're probably talking over 15 kids. I would, you know what? I would gauge yes. Yeah, that's. Their marriages and stuff. Yeah. That's a lot. Wow, that's a lot Uh, of. A lot of. Way too many. (laughs) (laughs) Way too many. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. We're wondering if you or if someone you know, maybe it was even your mom and dad, uh, married the same person twice. And there's a lot of people that are like, oh, God, my parents cannot make up their mind. Grandparents, too. Yeah. Grandma and grandpa, they they realize that they, they can't be without each other. Listen to this text. says, hi, guys. Good morning. My grandpa married and divorced my grandma three times. Damn. <laughs> the last time they went in for a divorce, the judge made them hold off for 18 months. <laughs> The judge also said that they are now wasting the court's time. Oh, Because no. <laughs> they've been married and divorced Do you think three times. It just turns into like a senior's fight. And then they're like, we're done with each other. Yeah, I guess. And then they separate and then all of a sudden they need each other. Because they don't like it. They don't like it. <laughs> right? <laughs> For sure. And that's, that's like a theme here. Like Amanda says, hi guys, my grandma was married and divorced three times. Mm-hmm. 
twice to my grandfather and once to some other guy that I don't even remember his name. Mm. I found this out when I was in my 20s. So I'm guessing then grandma was married to grandpa, divorced. Mm. Grandma met another guy, married, and was like, ew, divorced. So grandma went back to grandpa, remarried, and then divorced. Like, she was uh, like, yeah, this doesn't work. I guess I'll settle with him. He was okay. <laughs> he was he was okay. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, we're wondering if you or if someone that you know, maybe it's your parents, maybe it's your best friend, has married the same person twice. Uh, this text here says, my best friend has been married five times. Twice to the same guy and then three other dudes. Wow. She is no longer married to anyone and has been unhappily, oh, sorry, happily. (laughs) She finally just settled on some garbage. She's been happily unmarried for six years. So obviously she's just not good at marriage. That's what that text says. She just kind of swore it off. She's like, no, I'm good. I'm just going to not get married. And so the same person twice and then three other people. Wow. And then other people are texting and saying, I cannot believe how people get married that many times. Right. And these are probably like, all pretty elaborate weddings, right? Uh, this question here says, guys, who goes to a wedding after the fourth time? Yeah. Yeah, I would imagine not very many I'd people. be like, I'm not wasting my money on this. Yeah. Sorry, guys. You, you should probably elope now, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Think about eloping. That'd yes. be fun. Uh, Celine, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good. We're doing really good. good. All right. Do you know someone that uh, got married to the same person a couple times? Yeah, my parents. Oh, they, mm. how many times are we talking? Okay, so my parents didn't remarry each other. Try and follow along. Okay. Okay. I'm one of seven kids. Okay. My mom had my oldest sister when she was young. Yeah. With somebody completely different. Okay. Then my dad, so my biological dad, had a child with his first wife, which is my brother. Okay. Then he met my mom and had me with my mom. Me and my brother are 10 months apart. Okay. Okay. Okay, then he went back to his first wife and had another kid. Okay. Oh, no. And she's only a couple years younger than me. Okay. And then he went back to my mom. Whoa, geez, okay. Yeah. Another kid. Oh. Okay. That's five kids. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then my mom got remarried, and she's been with the same person for 14 years. Okay. Okay. But my dad was doing whatever he was doing and then he got married to who he's married to now yeah and he had adopted her daughter and they now have a son together who's 10 oh he's got a few uh children under his belt eh? yeah so six of them are my dad's and one is my like not my dad yeah wow wow there's a lot of children there a lot of what do you whose house do you go to at christmas I never grew up with my dad because he was not around. Yeah. So I just stay with my mom. Oh, okay. <laughs> I oh, okay. Only, I only really grew up with two of my sisters, one being my only full-blooded sibling. Yeah. And, and the other one just being my older sister. Oh, okay. But, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. That's... We, like, yeah. we lived together so long, she's my sister. Oh, right? that's a messy one. Yeah, that is super yeah. messy. Okay, thanks so much for sharing that, Celine. No problem. Take care. Have a good day. Bye bye. Hmm. How do you keep track of that? You when don't. people like they come and go. You're married. You're not married. You're like, who are you married to now? Yeah, you oh. don't know anymore. Or oh, your ex. Whose okay. kid are you? Who's your mom and dad? Yeah. This text here says my mom and my dad legally separated for ten years. They got back together 
and then they divorced again after separating a second time. Now, us kids who are adults are relieved. Mm-hmm. They're finally over and done with. They suck together. Yeah. They should have never gone back for round two. Oh, you know, there's going to be a round three. Come on. Another one here says, my dad. Uh, okay. what? I got to read this carefully. My dad left the woman that he was married to to be with my mom. Yeah. Had me and then left my mom to remarry the woman he originally <sighs> left. Oh, no. Is your mom just waiting for him to dump that one again? And then come back again? Yeah, and then come back to the family? I hope she's not waiting. Just yeah, move on. Yeah, don't wait around. Don't wait around. No waiting. Uh, Tia, how are you doing today? I'm pretty good. How are you guys? Yeah, oh, we're doing, doing really good. good. All right, so uh, who's the one that got married and divorced and married and divorced? Um, My grandparents. Oh, grandparents, uh, they love to do this. Yes, they do. Uh, I guess so. Maybe it was like a back-in-the-day thing. I don't know. <laughs> okay. What was their situation? <laughs> Um, so my, they actually adopted a lot of kids, but they had four of their own. Yeah. And then my grandma was seeing, um, while they were married, my grandma was seeing, um, their neighbor. Oh, <laughs> oh my damn. goodness. Okay. <laughs> and so she, they got divorced. Yep. And they were divorced for, I think, three years. Okay. And then they got remarried and adopted more kids. Wow. <laughs> wow. Did they, uh, realize that they couldn't be apart from each other? That kind of thing? Uh, yeah, and I think they just kind of wanted to do it for the family because they kind of took on all these kids, right? Yeah. And uh, they, you know, they kind of have to have a stable life. And they just wanted to keep the clan together. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that was interesting. Did they stay together right to the end? Oh, yeah, they're still together they're now. Still together? They're out and living in BC in their own oh. little bungalow. Oh, so, wow. yeah, they're good, good for them, yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. Okay, thanks for sharing that to you. Yeah, no problem. Text Crash and Mars 56789. Join the conversation now radio. And that's the show. We want to thank you again for listening and remind you, you can listen over the air at 102.3 FM, Monday to Friday, 530 to 10 AM. And you can check back here every weekday for a brand new podcast.